now. Now. The Crash and Mars Podcast. 1023 Now Radio. Hello, it's the Ginge, and this is the Crash Mars Podcast for September the 25th. Today on the show, Crash and Mars talks suspicious people. Uh, we want to know the most suspicious thing you've ever seen someone do. Like, what is it that makes you feel that they are a shady person? Is it the trench coat they're wearing? Is it when you see someone quickly close their blinds? Oh, they're up to no good. I always think they're doing it. Doing it and doing it and doing it well. Remember LL Cool J? Nothing suspicious about him. Just a guy with one pant leg rolled up and a smile. Ladies love Cool J. You know what? I do too. It should be L and G L Cool J. Ladies and gingers love Cool J. Uh, where was I? Oh, the podcast. Also, uh, we want to hear about that weird teacher you had growing up. Uh, most teachers, uh, the vast majority, are awesome and uh, great people. But some are weird, right? I had a teacher once, uh, Mr. Weens. He coached uh, junior high basketball. Well, co-coached. Uh, he couldn't handle it by himself. And once during the game, I, uh, I was stripped of the ball a couple times. I wasn't very good. Uh, and he pulled me off the court. And he took me into the hallways. And had me put him in a headlock. I had like, my teacher in a headlock. And he's like, now squeeze it, Ginger. And I was like, squeeze it. And he's like, that's, that's how you hold the rock. When you get the rock, that's how you hold the rock. Which is not true. That's bad fundamentals. That's no way to hold the basketball. We didn't win a lot of games. And finally, uh, also with school, we want to know that thing you learned in school that turned out not to be true. Uh, Marzi had a whole list this morning. Like, uh, dogs aren't colorblind. Uh, Isaac Newton didn't discover gravity by uh, having an apple drop on his head. So we want to know what you learned in school that later found out was not true. Like, I was told in school uh, that my grade 9 girlfriend, Amber, would love me forever. I didn't realize forever meant second period of the first day of the second semester, Amber. I figured because it's Monday morning and uh, we already have problems in traffic that I'm going to start this newscast off with a really happy story. Oh. Uh, and it looks like the ticket that was purchased for the $60 million Lotto Max was one somewhere on the prairies and still there's no news I know. It's, on it's whether or not it's been claimed. Like somewhere in Alberta here. Um, yes. Is it weird that I haven't checked my tickets yet? Okay, I haven't checked mine either. Okay, I don't, I don't know if it's uh, stupid me thinking the longer I wait, the luckier <laughs> I'm going to be and it'll be the ticket. I, I haven't checked it yet. It's like as every day goes yeah. by, I'm like, no one's okay. Right? Yeah, nobody claimed okay. it. I'm like, oh, it could be mine. <laughs> oh, my God. It could be oh, me. yeah, yeah. Yeah, so no one has claimed the $60 million yet from the Lotto Max. How many tickets did you buy? Um, I think I was at nine. Yeah, okay. Nine yeah. Uh, $6 tickets. That's not that's not a problem, That's right? not bad, Ginger. You buy a ticket for the Lotto yeah. Max? You, you better have bought a stack. I don't have any tickets. You didn't what? buy any tickets for this? Oh, oh, yeah. You didn't win $60 million. Not even one? Not even like a, just a... Like a couple dollar quick pick? Sort of lost track of where the pot was at. What? Really? I myself. Sorry, I lost track of 60 million guys. <laughs> <laughs> Why do they do this where they like just like narrow it down a little bit? They know where the ticket is. They know where it was they sold. They know where it is, yeah. I know. They can, so... they can literally pinpoint the exact convenience yes. store where it was purchased. It's for the anticipation of everyone being like, oh my God, I haven't, I know, I haven't... checked yet. I know. I don't know why I haven't checked the tickets yet. You and guys I actually bought more tickets for next Friday, this coming Friday, based off this. Yeah, because it's already at like twenty-two million. Right? Yeah, you guys know they won't contact you, right? You have I to know. physically I know. check it. <laughs> Dayton's yelling at us. He's like, "There's an app. Get on it." Oh, I have the app. Oh, don't you worry. 
I just feel like, though, if every day goes by and it's like, oh, no one's claimed the $60 million, That your chances are going up. a little bit closer. Yeah, then they're going up a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Adnol, Crash, if you win, remember the listeners who made it possible for you to buy the ticket. <laughs> Thanks, Adnol. Another one here says, Crash, if you you won't win if you bought in Edmonton. Because they would say Edmonton. It's in Alberta, not Edmonton or Calgary. Well, I have a few that I didn't buy in town. I agree. I don't, bought a... Don't I, you worry about that, guys. I drove out of the city to a small <laughs> little gas station mm-hmm. to hopefully improve my luck. She pulls up. You got lotto here? Great. Yeah. Damn Going right in. you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there you go. Could be. Know, it yeah, could yeah, be possibly. you. I'm just saying. It could be you, which is pretty cool. I pulled up the winning numbers here. Yeah. We don't have to give those out if you don't want to. <laughs> but it says, like, the it breaks down uh, where all the winners are and what numbers you get to win. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I had no idea it was this tough to win money at the Lotto Max. What? Oh, Lotto Max sucks for us. Oh, yeah. Three it's... out of seven numbers is a free play. Yeah. yeah. Four out of seven numbers, $20. Yeah. But if you hit five out of seven, yeah. five out of seven numbers, yeah. $100. Right? For for five numbers, five is a lot. I know. You either get sixty million or nothing. Yeah. 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 It's difficult to win. Yeah. It is. I think if you get the bonus though, then you can win a lot. Five in the bonus? Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't give me five in the bonus. Mm. Six out of seven is five thousand dollars. Yeah. Six out of seven in the bonus, Marzi. Now we're talking one hundred forty-four thousand. Oh, there you go. I take that. Yeah. But That'd still, be a nice little win. Six out of seven, that should be more than five Gs. Yeah, it right? should be. Cut me a Come milli. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah, yeah, cool mill. That's fine. <laughs> or hopefully I won those 60 million. I won't be here tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just saying. <laughs> it's the end of it. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, speaking of Lotto, a former manager at an Edmonton convenience store is facing fraud charges after allegedly paying himself more than a half a million dollars in lottery prizes for tickets that did not exist. Oh, no. The accused was allegedly paying out non-existent lottery tickets to himself and no one busted him so Not like he was, he was just ringing it up in the till as a lot of win as a lot of win yeah. but there was no ticket wow. do you want to guess how much he took home in lotto winnings with no tickets mm. uh like a couple hundred thou yeah $524,000. Damn, over wow. half a mil. The 31-year-old was a manager of a store that they're not naming in this newscast, but they do say is, quote, part of a national chain. Oh. So you got like 7-Eleven Max. Yeah, yeah. Like it's, it, obviously, it's one of those. <laughs> uh, for one full year when he manipulated the store's accounting system. Hmm. He is, of course, being charged with fraud uh, over $5,000. And he's got to go to court now. Did you say a year? Yeah, yeah. He took all that in a year? Between September 2012 and September 2013. <laughs> wow. Oh, you got to space it out, buddy. You take half a million from a convenience store, they're going to notice. In a year. All yeah. of a sudden, the convenience store is paying out boatloads of lotto. They're like, uh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? Wow. That's exactly what they did. Mm. All right, we were just talking about, uh, about just about a half an hour ago, about the signs that you could uh, live to 100 years old. Yeah. Now, if you do live to 100 years old... Uh, off to Hamilton, Ontario, you're going to want to go. And the reason being is because a Hamilton company is building a retirement theme park. Oh, for seniors. For seniors. Now, they're saying right now that the uh, older baby boomers yeah. are still very active and still very much wanting to have fun. Uh, as a matter of fact, older baby boomers are saying that crib isn't enough, <laughs> that they want more. They want more, more than cribbage and lawn bowling. So up goes this retirement theme park. What? Is the theme park still very, like, seniors, old folks home? No, it's like a... Well, Is it it's, like, like, walker, walker runs? No, they say that you can, uh, you can live there, so it's a residence. Yeah. 
Uh, they say that for activities, there will be golf. So a nice golf course. Yeah. Yoga. Mm-hmm. Pickleball. I don't know what pickleball is. Oh, that's the little plastic ball with all the divots. Oh, okay. Yeah. However you play that. Whining, dining, shopping, socialize, socializing, uh, all in a themed environment with a historic mill. I don't know why they're throwing the mill in there. <laughs> to give the old uh, historian something to look <laughs> yeah, at. I guess. <laughs> Day labor? What is this? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. Get the mill going. A poster for the retirement community and amusement park pictures a silver-haired woman on a motorcycle with the slogan, quote, once you're over the hill, you start to pick up speed. Wow. Okay. Yeah, they're saying that um, they don't necessarily want a giant Ferris wheel in their backyard. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they do want some sort of amusement or more of an amusement park atmosphere hmm. for uh, senior citizens. This one. People are texting in their version of a senior's theme park. Okay. Uh, feel free to keep them coming in on text 56789. Uh, it says, how about this? Chess competition, crib com- uh, championship, yeah, that, and then the yeah. smelliest cologne contest. The smelliest cologne. <laughs> <laughs> Just reeking of aqua velva. Yeah. Uh, people are saying that if their par- grandparents move in there, they can't wait to go visit grandma and grandpa. Really? Well, you're in a theme park. Yeah. Now, right now, if you're wondering how many seniors really want to do this, apparently all of them. There's already a waiting list of 300 people, and it's growing. Although, I guess when you think about the standard old folks home right now. That, and that's exactly that's, it. People don't want to be in there. That's terrifying to think that you could be slapped in there one day. Yes. You're like a uh, a zombie. A zombie with a little, like, pill container. Like a Sunday through Saturday pill container. Yeah, I don't want to be that. And you're like, well, today's Monday. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's Change your meds. Right? Oh, I guess you do. Change your meds for yeah. excitement. <laughs> <laughs> Mix it up a bit. Or death. Yes. Oh. Or death. Well, I'm just saying, I don't want to, that's not the life I want to live. I know. I know, you know, I know. I'd rather be in a, in a senior amusement park. Yeah. Now, if you're wondering just how many seniors is Canada going to have over the next couple of years? Well, last year, there were 2.5 million seniors, 75 and over. Mm-hmm. By 2036, there will be five and a half million seniors Ooh. over the age of 75, according to Statistics Canada. Wow. So they need senior amusement parks. <laughs> this one. Um, with the attractions, are people going to be yelling, turn the music down? Yes, they will be yelling, turn the music down. <laughs> and you got some 98-year-old DJ. Do you want to go faster? No! <laughs> <laughs> Do you want it louder? No! Turn this down! <laughs> Is your food hot enough? Too hot. <laughs> I need it more lukewarm. Oh, no. Yeah, I can see Who that. Who put this good. here? <laughs> Whose kids are these? Someone Get them out of here. Eat my dinner. What is this? You call this a hot dog? <laughs> oh, no. Back in my day, hot dogs were made with real meat. Someone get me a gun. Oh, no, 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 no. no, no. You know that's going to happen. Oh, no. That's going to happen at the Seniors Amusement Park in Hamilton, Ontario. All right, off to Florida we go for this next story here. For those of you who are driving around right now with some marijuana in your car, a stash of it, um, you're going to want to heed this lesson. I'm not sure when this guy decided he was going to swallow his entire stash. Um... Because I guess he thought he was being clever 
and he would be in the clear. But this 27-year-old named Jose Morales Mm -hmm. was pulled over in Florida on Tuesday when an officer caught him speeding. As the officer approached Morales' SUV, he noted that the man looked nervous and just lit a cigarette. Now, the officer said he could smell the skunky odor of weed, and he asked Morales about it. Morales said, there's no marijuana here. (laughs) But he was having a hard time swallowing. swallowing. Yeah. When Morales opened his mouth to speak again, the officer noticed his green tongue and a leafy, leafy substance stuck on his teeth. So, in other words, he had all his marijuana. He just stuffed it in his mouth. Stuck on his teeth. Ugh. His breath had an odor of marijuana, and a search of a vehicle turned up an additional blunt that he obviously forgot about. Morales was charged with possession of weed and tampering with evidence. And apparently by the time they got him to the police station, he was tripping balls. (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't it be easier just to, like, leave it hidden? Or, like, throw it under your seat and deal with it, and hopefully they don't uh, search your car? You would think. Versus packing it back in your mouth and going, and you get busted by the leafy substance being yeah. stuck on your teeth. I don't want to uh, support Jose, mm. but depending on how much he was carrying, yeah, like there's, you know, if it's like an amount you can give a card with trafficking, yeah, compared to just like a possession charge, I think eating is the way to go. <laughs> like he could do a lot of jail because they don't know how much it was now, right? I feel though that if you were to eat, like think about what an ounce looks like. Mm-hmm. How could you eat an ounce? You can't. Was he? Did he ingest it all, or did he just wanted to hold it in his mouth? No, he swallowed, oh, he he wanted, swallowed oh, okay. it. Yeah. It was going down. He, he was trying to eat as much of it as he possibly oh, okay. could. Dumb Jose. Yeah, <laughs> super dumb Jose. I thought he was maybe just hiding it in his mouth. No, he wasn't hiding it. He was, in fact, trying to swallow it. Yeah, this post on the up crash. This is Florida we're talking about, right? It is Florida. Right. Yes, indeed. Down in America. All right, we've had a lot of stories about hurricanes and the devastation that they've caused uh, down south in the Caribbean, uh, Puerto Rico, and then, of course, the United States. Well, here's this story coming out of uh, Florida where several Hurricane Irma victims called a 1-800 number for help. Okay. Instead, though, they did not get FEMA or assistance. They were offered phone sex what? instead of hurricane relief assistance. Oh, no. The Miami Herald reported that the FEMA, uh, that, of course, is the Federal Emergency Management Agency, mm-hmm. s- tweeted out a number for everyone to call uh, if you've got damaged roofs or any damage from the hurricane. Well, apparently, that number that was tweeted out was directly to a phone sex line. <sighs> hey, big boy, you got storm damage? Yeah, right? <laughs> That's exactly what it is. I got some wet spots. Oh, my God. <laughs> I got some flooding in my pants happening. My you know, goodness. You know, guys would be like, well, I don't have time for this, but okay, real right? quick. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I got to get well, my I got two minutes. Fixed, I yeah. got two minutes. That's fine. The number was supposed to be a 1-888 number, not a 1-800 number. And apparently when you called it, it said, quote, welcome to America's hottest talk line. <laughs> guys, hot ladies are waiting to talk to you. Mm. Press 1 to connect for free now. It's like, oh, well, when in Rome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'll do this yeah. for a while. Uh, apparently, it, they just tweeted out the wrong sequence of numbers. I but. bet you they crashed that uh, phone chat line. Oh, well, absolutely they did because people actually so needed help. So many people help. probably called, yeah. They needed help. Yeah. And they got a phone sex line What's instead. What's the percentage of people that you think actually waited on the line? Oh, like press one to talk for free? Yeah. Uh, if it was dudes, mm-hmm. 
I would if if it was all dudes calling, I'd say ninety percent. You you think ninety percent of people? Would you press one? Yeah, but if my house yeah. blew away, yeah, see, but you don't know. Maybe well, yeah, this is their interface. Yeah. <laughs> the government got real cool, or yeah. real fast. That's right. They're obviously reaching millennials with this. I'll wait. Maybe you gotta uh, figure it out, hmm. right? Okay, well, for those of you who are getting excited at the idea of sex robots eventually making its way into our society, uh, I do have some good news for you. Apparently, if you don't mind spending a little bit more money on some good laughs, you can invest in a joke-telling sex robot. Oh, no. They say that the robots are so advanced right now that they are no longer solely used Mm -hmm. for sexual activity. They are now used at keeping you... I guess, happy. And just entertained at and, home. And entertained. Apparently, the robots can now tell facts and jokes. What kind of jokes are the robots telling, though? Are they just, like, really safe dad jokes? They are safe dad jokes, and here's the reason why. Are you ready for this? Yeah. They want the robot, the woman who is the robot woman, yeah. to fit in, quote, with the family. Oh, okay. Come so you can We know she's a robot. You can sit her on the couch while your kids are doing puzzles. Yeah. And she can tell family friendly jokes. And then later you flip the switch to naughty robot. Yeah. And she does her things for you in the bedroom. Once the kids go to bed? Yeah. Oh no. I don't I don't think it'll come to a time where I do. Like the robot's sitting with the family. I do. I think there will be a time where the robot is sitting on the couch while the children open their Christmas gifts. And the robot's wearing a Santa hat and some lingerie. Do you think they'd make it sound human or it'd still be very robotic? Like, what time did the man go to the dentist? Tooth hurdy. Ha, 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 ha. Oh like, ha, oh, baby, you got me so hot. Ha, ha, like funny jokes. Ha, 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 oh, ha, robot. Ha, 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 ha. Oh, right. robot, robot shutting <laughs> down. Robot's lagging a bit. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't they jam one of those uh, Alexas or uh, Google Homes oh, inside these yeah. things? So you can ask it questions. Yeah. It can converse with you. You can check a hey, sex robot. Uh, what time's my dentist appointment tomorrow? Yeah. And it's got your whole schedule. Yeah. What's yeah. the weather look like tomorrow, sex robot? <laughs> Man. I'll bet you that's exactly what it will be. Oh. Eventually, it'll be like an, an Alexa. You or... know what's going to happen, though? Your teen's going to get a hold of your robot. Yeah. Oh, dirtbag teen. Oh, your teen will oh, right. definitely right? get a hold you of your keep, robot. You keep your robot away from your teens. Because yes. I remember being on the hunt for, like, uh, Nooney Megs as a teen. Yeah. And this is, those you, you can hide a magazine. Yeah, now you have a lean, mean porn yeah. machine. But I will I will find dad's sex robot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> okay, sex robot. <laughs> what can I do for you? I well. <laughs> would you like to hear a joke? Oh, yeah. Knock, knock. Who's there? Well, not your parents, because they never knock. Oh. Uh, oh. Uh, jokes for teens. Jokes for teens. I don't want the robot to say that. Knock, knock. Oh, God. This, oh, who's there? Boo. Boo who? Why are you crying, son? What? Because uh, no. uh, uh, they're not uh, in my bedroom yet. Sex robot's a bully. <laughs> <laughs> knock, knock. Oh, it's still going. Who's there? Fruit. Fruit who? Fruit of your loins. That's who. Oh, damn. Okay, now you're talking. Now we're doing teen talk. Knock, knock. Okay, who's there? No. No who? You know me. Open your door. (laughs) See, that's the sex robot trying to get into your teen's room now. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Turn around. That robot's just going to blow right through the doors. Hmm. Jeez. I don't know if we'll have a time when that's ripping around the house, will Keep Like walking? Yeah. You think that everyone will just have, like, a personal robot at home? Yeah, I do. I absolutely do. 
And I can't wait. Would you be okay if your sex robot was on like treads? Like it didn't, it couldn't like take footsteps, but it no. could, you know, move around the house. No. Oh, you want feet? I want feet. Your footman. The, the treads are going to put marks on the floor. That's what you're worried about. <laughs> yeah, my flooring. <laughs> Oh, sex robot. Yeah, yeah, come on. <laughs> Why do you have to have a track on you? Scratches up your new hardwood floors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah it makes sense. <laughs> All right, a couple of inmates in Mississippi decided this week to do something that surprised everybody in the news. Apparently, uh, these inmates decided to make their way to the local Dollar General store mm-hmm. after breaking out of prison. Yeah. Now you're thinking, okay, well, I guess that'd be like, you know, you break out of prison, you go over to Dollar Store. Interesting first spot, though. The After you store? break out of prison, you're going to the buck store? Well, here's why. Uh, the men broke out of the correctional facility in Mississippi. Uh, they robbed the store of several items from the dollar store, mm-hmm. uh, all of which they were planning to sell in jail once they got back in. Surprisingly, oh. they were able to sneak back into the jail yeah. without anyone even noticing. So they broke out. They were free. Went to the box store and actually decided to go back to jail. And then decided to go back to the jail. How bad was that dollar store? Well, at the dollar store, they stole cigarette lighters, phones. Mm-hmm. I guess it's different down in the States, right? The dollar oh, store. a fancy dollar store. Uh, actual cigarettes mm-hmm. and various other items that they could sell in jail. Obviously, dollar stores in America are a little different than ours. But if you they break... They have cigarettes and cell phones. If you break out of prison, don't you stay out? You should. How close is this dollar store to the prison? I feel like it's really close. Yeah, it it should be. be walking distance. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah and I feel Bunch like of families it is. going to the Buck Store, yeah. big maximum prison. Yeah, I feel like that's door. exactly what yeah. it was. Alrighty, in sports, we got to talk about uh, what went down over, over the weekend with Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. Oh, I oh, just yeah, so scratched my NFL head. NFL and stuff. Yeah, with the NFL. NBA, yeah. all kinds of stuff. Well, on Sunday, it wasn't about scores. It was about solidarity in the NFL. While players by the hundreds knelt, sat, stood many arm-in-arm arm during the national anthem after President Trump at a rally said that owners should tell that, quote, son of a bitch to get off the field if they knelt during the anthem and that players who do so should be fired. Like, what are you... What? I don't know. I don't know. Once again, the world wakes up and we're like, I know. Oh, yeah, right. He Really? He's president? Okay. Now you can't even watch sports without arguing about Trump. Oh, yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Well, players' protests have been done by a few dozen players since Colin Kaepernick took the knee last year. But Trump's latest went too far in the opinion of some owners, coaches, and players. And then it showed on Sunday. Now, even Stampeder and Rough Riders players stood with arms linked during the Canadian National Anthem to show their support of their American counterparts. A half of the CFL players are American. Mm-hmm. So they did it as well. Hmm. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't even know what to say. Are people shocked? Probably not really. Well, I th- but it's you read the headline in his comments. You're like, come on, come on. I think that's just it's more of a come Everyone's on. You're like, not necessarily shocked because we're all expecting yeah crap to come out of his mouth out all of the Trump's time. Mouth? Yes, exactly. Well, on a day when athletes rallied against President Trump's word, the Pittsburgh Penguins thought it was a good day to pull a 180. The Penguins released a statement that they will be attending the White House after an invite from the president. Uh, Finger on the pulse, hockey. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> Come on. I know. Whoops. Yeah, like just 
Maybe. Wait like, a bit. The internet, ex- it's exploding. And they're like, mm, yes. This is exciting news, guys. Send. Yeah. <laughs> Let's make a statement. Yeah. <laughs> no, no penguins. Just nope. sit down for a minute. Nope. nope That's nope. all. Uh, well, in hockey, the Edmonton Oilers had a pretty cool uh, game against the Jets on Saturday night. 6 2 was the final score. That was a good game. It was. Crash and I went. It was, yeah. uh, it was a lot of fun. My bro was in town. He had his Jets jersey on. I thought, honestly, because we're like, you're probably going to get beat. And I was, I was rocking the Oilers jersey. And I thought for sure there would be more Jets jerseys. There wasn't. No, it was all no. Oilers. Everybody so was you did get beat a few times. <laughs> yeah, the only thing that we saw was we were all in Oilers. Yeah. Everyone was in Oilers. John was in a Jets jersey. Mm. And then one dude was walking around in a Nordiques jersey. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like the old, always old, old, old retro one. Yeah, oh, the yeah. old retro. Old Hope. Yeah. Yeah. So 6-2 was the final score for the Oilers uh, against the Jets on Saturday night. Tonight, uh, Oilers in action. They take on the Hurricanes. Puck drops at 7 o'clock. Alrighty, it is going to be a nice day today. We're back into this like nice weather, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Small chance of some showers throughout the day, but in mix of sun and cloud and 17 degrees for the high. That's really nice. It is 6-25. We're at 10 degrees. Good morning. I've got a list here of, uh, that I want to go through, and I want you guys to start thinking about um, the most suspicious person you've seen as of late. Mm. What were they doing to make you suspicious? Mm-hmm. And did you get to the bottom of it? Were they up to some shady, shady-ass business? You see a lot of people just sitting around, too, and they look shady. Does right? that make you suspicious if you see someone just sitting around? Um, Sometimes. It, obviously, I just stereotype, like, sketchy-looking person. Yeah, okay. Like, if just a, a nice mom is sitting there, I'm not, like, suspicious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have to look a little sketchier. You're up to no good. Oh, yeah. If you're wearing, uh, like, I would go baggier clothing. Uh, if you have a hood on. Baggier clothing. I know. Does really? that make me such an old person? Yeah, it does make you a super old uh, person. It does. Haley's like, yeah. Yeah, old it does. That makes you super old. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, it I'm does. Like, oh, those guys with their baggy pants and baggy <laughs> sweaters are up to no good. <laughs> oh no, Crash! Why are they sitting in front of this convenience store? Because <laughs> <laughs> they're teens and uh, they're probably just chilling. Yeah, because they've got and that's their fashion. Nowhere else to hang out. Ah oh, man. Is there uh, something that makes you certainly suspicious about someone? Mm-hmm. And have you recently been suspicious? Well, even going down the uh, White Mud this morning uh, near Seventeenth uh, Street. As I'm coming over the bridge, I see a vehicle on the side of the road pulled over, and then one pulls directly be- right beside it. I'm like, oh, what is going on here? This is sketchy. Yeah, As I'm passing, it's two cop cars. I'm like, oh, okay, that's fine. I thought, you, it, I thought it was like a drug deal going down. You thought two people were oh, exchanging yeah, yeah. I'm goods. I'm like, why would you do that on the white mud? <laughs> so weird. Pull into a back alley or yeah, parking yeah. lot like everybody else. Come <laughs> Don't on. Don't make it so obvious. Yeah, that's right. But it turned out to be two cop cars. Well, here is a list of uh, some of the things that people say um, you can do that will make you instantly suspicious. Mm-hmm. So here we go. Uh, number one, uh, if they're too real or if they're too real on Facebook. For example... Uh, if the, you're on Facebook bragging about how great your life is and how great your relationship is, yeah, uh, chances are you're a big fat liar. Oh, yeah, I didn't even think about that. And so, therefore, uh, people should instantly be suspicious of you yeah. because you're a liar. If you're just constantly sharing that if, your life yes. is 
like the best thing the ever. The best thing ever. Yeah. Uh, when you meet someone and they instantly call you by a nickname after knowing you for two seconds. What? Apparently, that should make you suspicious. I don't think anyone's ever done that. Yeah. So, for example, Crash, like let's say a listener walked into the studio. Yeah. Uh, to pick up $100 mm-hmm. and they instantly grab your hand. And you're like, hi, I'm Crash. And they're like, oh, look at you, you big tuna. You big tuna? Or whatever they're going to call you. I don't know. <laughs> you big old smelly fish. Yeah. Like, oh. Or if they call you, like, champ. Oh. Or son. Yeah. Or boy. I don't know if I'd find that, like, suspicious. I would just be like, what are you doing? See, that's, but you're suspicious oh, of guess, them. Oh, I guess, yeah, I guess. You're All immediately right. suspicious of them, right? Okay. Yeah. Because they're calling yeah, you I'm, by I'm a name. I'm questioning something. Yeah, you're questioning. Exactly. You're mm. questioning someone. Uh, if someone will not take the blame for ever, anything. Mm-hmm. So let's say you're working with someone and things go wrong. It's never their fault. Our boss. If Yeah. If you work <laughs> with someone where it's never their fault, yeah. you should probably be suspicious of them. And chances are you are. Because you're like, what is going on here? Mm-hmm. So we need to wire up. Hidden cameras and microphones in the boss's office, clearly, to figure out what's actually going on. Yes, that's correct. <laughs> Done. Yes, that's He's right. He's out of town for a couple of days. We're going to rewire his office. And, and, see, <laughs> and see exactly what's going on. Uh, one-upping. We just talked about this the other day. Mm-hmm. Apparently, if someone that you instantly meet just starts to one-up you, yeah. you're instantly suspicious of them. Hmm. Uh, and one last one here. Uh, anyone who would immediately lie about their position at their job. Mm. So if they up a little bit what they do. Yeah. They talk a little bigger than what they actually are. Now, these, of course, uh, this list here, I'm guessing, was more of like um, like when you meet somebody for the first time Mm -hmm. and how suspicious you are. Mm. But I want to know from you guys, uh, what is the most suspicious thing that you've seen someone do as of late? Call call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. 1023 Now Radio. All right, we want to know what instantly makes you suspicious of a person and what is the most suspicious activity you've witnessed and did you get to the bottom of it? Mm-hmm. Were they literally doing absolutely nothing and is your it, imagination got away from you? If something's sketchy going on, like you you see something that could potentially be sketchy, do you do anything about it? No, I don't. I just walk right? away. Yeah, but, I just tend to just watch it. Like when people slow drive past your place? Oh, yeah. They're probably just looking for an address. At the family cabin, that happens a lot. Yeah, it does. Slow I don't drives. know if it's just because I'm used to it just being quiet, and all of a sudden you hear a car, and then no matter what you're doing, immediately you stand up. You're like, "What's that?" Yeah, you're who's like, "Who's there? there?" Yeah, I feel like I turn into my parents because my parents used to do that. I even went, I, although I did a couple times go outside because they parked nearby. I'm like, "Who is this?" <laughs> I go out there with my phone, <laughs> taking pictures of their plates. I'm like, "I got gotcha. you." Oh, goes I, crash. Uh, if anything goes missing here, I got your plate. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Crystal says, "What I find suspicious is when people sit in an empty parking lot in their car. Sometimes I go to places to walk my dog. Then I'll park, and there's a guy there sitting in his car, no dog." Oh, yeah, that's weird. If he's sitting at a dog park. Is it though? Maybe you're just on a break, or you're just killing time at a dog park. Well, if you're if you are looking for a place to park your vehicle, there's, there's a parking lot there. I guess. Right? But Maybe he's waiting for a date. Oh, like they're meeting up at the dog park. Could be. Yeah. Uh, Crystal also goes on to say, uh, I also instantly assume that if you're sitting in your car alone, that you're smoking a joint. <laughs> 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 that is a good point. If you're younger, yeah. I guess I would uh, I would picture that. Yeah, yeah, right. Like I, yeah, I suppose. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know if I've ever thought somebody sitting alone in their car is smoking a joint, but... I have seen people, when you uh, you say sit in the car, I've seen people just sitting there literally doing nothing like this. Yeah, but I've I've also just, done that. I figure they're, they're talking on Bluetooth. Oh, listening to their Yeah, they're just actually listening to the conversation. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, that is a possibility. You sat in your car and just stared off? Yeah. Why? Because I'm on a breakup from work. Mm. I just wanted to get out of there, so I got 30 minutes to kill. Yeah. So I just sit in my car. That's why halfway throughout the show, you disappear. Yeah, and we just have to go, go sit get in my car. In the parking lot there, yeah. That's right. Stromy says, I find it suspicious when people close their curtains. There's no way to close them without looking like you killed everyone inside. <laughs> you know what, though, Stromy? I kind, of, I kind of agree with you on that. Because if it's like a bright, nice, sunny day... And the curtains are closed? everything's on lockdown, I'm suspicious of what you've got going on. Yeah, but maybe you're watching TV. You don't need a blast of sunshine in there. Close curtains. You would think, like, murders happen? I think murders. I think uh, drugs. Yeah. I guess I don't think that there's a possibility that you might be uh, working overnights. Mm-hmm. You don't think about their lifestyle right away. No. Here. I wouldn't do that. They are murderers. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Call Crash and Mars. Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now, now radio. All right, we're wondering what makes you instantly suspicious of someone. What is the most suspicious thing that you've seen as of late? And do you think that um, they're up to something? Or is it totally innocent? And your brain is getting away from you. Uh, look at this one. This one uh, I, I kind of agree with, too. Uh, Staying Anonymous says, our head of HR here at corporate. Okay. It's a Canada-wide company. Okay. Doesn't look people in the eye. Your business is people. Anonymous. Oh, that is a good point. Right? I Yes. I always make sure I look people in the eye, and I want them to look me in the eye. If you're not looking me in the eye, you're, l- you're a little sketchy. You're yeah, a little suspicious. You're right. That's a good point. Right? I can't remember the last time someone wouldn't look me in the eye. Mm-hmm. Like, it's weird when like if like I if I'm talking here, to Mars, but I'm looking over here. You're staring right yeah. into Haley's eyes. Oh, and, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and now Haley's getting all weirded out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you're being a perv. She's just trying to do her job. I'm talking to you, but staring at her. But I'm staring like, at Haley. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you're right. That's it, very suspicious. It is very suspicious when you don't look someone in the eye. Yeah. Eric and Bonacord says suspicious. Mm-hmm. A pickup truck following the speed limit. That yeah. never happens. Someone I don't know walking towards me with a big smile instantly puts me on edge. Oh, yeah. You're like, what are you smiling about? What <laughs> what? Are you... I worry that I do that. I do that in elevators. <laughs> so I don't come across as like a weirdo in an elevator. Yeah, sure. And I'm like, you, you don't need to feel threatened by me. And it's just me and this like chick standing in an elevator. And I'm like this. <laughs> When I think about it now, yeah. I actually look creepy. Uh, yeah, I would be instantly suspicious <laughs> by all that, for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cheryl's right at the sure. top here. How you doing, Cheryl? Hello. Hey. Hi. All right, so uh, did you come across a, a sketchy or suspicious situation? I'm actually the person that probably causes them. Oh, no. What What do you do? What are you doing? I'm a, I'm a geocacher. Oh, okay. So, yep. So I'm the person that's in the parking lot. Yeah. Just sitting there for like 15 minutes. Or in the bushes. <laughs> Lurking in the bushes. I'm sure I look totally skeeved. I'm sure people are like, what the heck? I want to call the cops. Yeah, oh yeah. But that's me. What's the yeah. weirdest situation that you uh, that your geocaching has got you in? Uh, in the rural areas, my husband and I were geocaching, and we had someone threaten us once with a gun. What? Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, they came out with, like, like a shotgun? Get off my property, yeah. that kind of thing? 
Yes, yes. And we weren't on their property. You can't put a cash on someone's property. Oh, okay. So you're oh, nearby and they came up with a gun? Yeah. He was Jeez. not too happy. You're like, all right, we'll... stopping here and they keep, you know, I want, this is private. Oh, yeah. Oh, but he was my neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can see him doing that. Yeah. yeah. All uh, right. Okay, thanks for that. Thanks. Okay. Yeah. Good luck on your next geocaching episode. <laughs> Thank okay. you. Bye bye. You know what though? The geocaching, absolutely, because they they're going yeah into the bush. They're going into the forest. You go into remote areas. They're walking around. They're sitting in parking lots. Suspicious. Uh, Caitlin, what you got here? About the whole suspicious thing. Yeah. I live kind of on a back road, and this morning I was coming into town, and it's it's pretty dark out, and yeah. there's a. Uh, there's two vehicles, and the one in front has its bright lights on, and I thought, oh, he's kind of a jerk. But I don't think anything of it, because maybe you need to have your bright lights on to see. Uh, yeah. I don't know. But then there was a car following behind with absolutely no lights on. Oh. I went, oh, I wonder if you don't even realize that you don't have your lights on, because the guy in front of you has his brights on. Yeah. So I flashed my lights, just like a, a little, like, hey, just so you know. Yeah. And he's an undercover cop, oh, and no. he flashes his, like, Blue and red. Oh, he flashed the cherries at you? Cherries. Yeah. And like, like, just like an instant one, so I knew what it was about. Yeah. But now I'm suspicious of what was going on there. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Oh, my God. What was going on there? Who knows? I don't know. I kept going. Yeah, you didn't stop. You'll never know. I guess you get out of there. Oh, that's a weird one. So the cop was in ghost mode. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, Yeah. and there's Caitlin, like, blink, 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 blink. Friendly reminder, (laughs) turn your lights on. Yeah, that's right. Just being all nice. They're ready to do like the biggest drug bust in town. And then out comes Caitlin. And I just blew it off. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. Exposing everyone. That's hilarious. Text Crash and Mars 56789. Join the conversation. 1023L Radio. All right, have you driven over the fancy new bridge that's downtown? Uh, no, I haven't yet. No, I haven't yeah. yet either, but it looks pretty cool. Well, with that, of course, is the removal of the old Walterdale Bridge in our city. Uh, it is underway, but the city is uh, still trying to work out how to salvage and repurpose the bridge. What do you mean repurpose? Oh, just use the metal elsewhere? Well, uh, yeah, I think so. Not like put the bridge somewhere else? No, I don't think they want to move the bridge. <laughs> I think they just want to repurpose it so that not all of it is going to scrap metal. Mm-hmm. Now, they say that there is no concept, budget, or timeline for salvaging, uh, but if you do have an idea, the city wants to hear from you. What would you do oh, with that much metal? Frick, I don't know. I'd throw it out. Put it in the dump. Just scrap it and collect the money on yeah, it? Yeah, drive it over to our buddy Gordo at the dump, the, yeah, yeah. the bridge. Make <laughs> Gordo, it, how much you giving me for this bridge? Sorry, Gordo, it's your problem now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah I, I don't know. I don't know what you would do with that much metal. Did you know that the bridge has a plaque from 1913 on it? That's mm. obviously going to be saved. Yeah. Steel posts, railing grating, trusses, and box beams mm-hmm. are few of the elements that they say could be saved. Now, the steel would have to be refurbished and have its lead paint removed before it could be... Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, just... just scrap it. Just get rid of it. Send it to the shredder. The new $155 million Walterdale opened with little fanfare last Monday after two years of construction delays, but it looks pretty good. Uh, they're thinking of turning it into the following. Public art? Yeah, a few people texted that in. Yeah, making it art. But um, the now family's saying, turn it into questionable art. <laughs> okay. Uh, would you buy a piece of that bridge if it were to go for sale? No. Yeah, the bridge doesn't mean anything to me. Yeah, I know. I <laughs> it was know. just a loud bridge that you drove over. They say that a piece of that bridge uh, can be used to maybe to make furniture 
if you're interested in making something with some heritage. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Do you want a nice lead chair? Yeah. (laughs) With some lead paint on it. Some lead paint chair. Yeah, they would obviously get rid of that. But Mm -hmm. so that's some of the things that they're thinking about doing with it. Are they just going to blow it up too? Get rid of it? Or are they going to boring, like really. They're going to section it. Oh, come on. It goes piece by piece. Because they're, they're trying to salvage it, Crash, so they're not just going to blow it up. Throw some dynamite in there, drop it in the river, and then yeah. dig it out. Yeah. Even though it's ruining the ecosystem in the river. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're going to repurpose it. Hmm. All right. It's nothing more than a concrete slab in a heated underground parkade in downtown Edmonton. Uh, it also comes with two bright yellow lines on either side of it, otherwise known as a parking stall. And it just sold for a record amount of money. Now, one parking stall in Edmonton's Ultima Tower recently sold for a ton of cash. One stall? One stall. Yeah. To park downtown. Mm-hmm. It's yours forever. You get the land title. Someone paid $75,000 mm. for it. Oh, I was going to say maybe like twenty. for a parking stall in the downtown core. It's a record-breaking sale. The company behind the condominium development on 102nd Avenue and 103rd Street sold it to a single buyer for $75,000. Is that worth it for the amount that people pay in parking? If you park downtown, shoot us a text right now. How much much would you approximately pay for a year? For... For a year? Yeah. Like, like you know, to rent parking, a place? Yeah, just whatever parking you're paying, parking downtown. Okay, whether it's in park or in, a meter yeah, whatever or whatever. it is. Yeah, add it up. And how much would you estimate that you pay per year? Would this parking stall be worth it for 75 Well, listen to this. Condos in that building went on the market in 2012. Yeah. Each unit came with at least one parking stall. Yeah. Owners though had the option of buying additional spaces. At that time, back in 2012, yeah. a parking stall would cost you between twenty five and $30,000. <gasps> oh, what an investment. It's now tripled, yeah. $75,000. Wow. It's tripled in five years. Yeah. Uh, people are texting in how much they uh, pay for parking That's throughout crazy. the year. Okay. Uh, this one says around uh, twenty-one sixty at McEwen. Another one, 2000 a year. Uh, how about this? I park downtown uh, over in the armpit of the city. <laughs> I pay 170 bucks a month. So over my career, I'd probably spend more than 70000 Yeah, you're right. parking with price increases. You would, Yeah, you're right. You would have. I guess, yeah. I've only worked at one radio station where we had to pay to park. Mm-hmm. And that was when I worked in Fredericton. And if you, if you didn't, if you couldn't find... No, we had to pay in Halifax, too. Oh, that's right. Right? How many tickets did I get? Oh, that's right. I forgot about it. I blocked that out. stacks of tickets. Yeah. Because I'm just thinking, I guess you're right. In Halifax, we had to pay for park. Yeah. Uh, to park when I worked in Fredericton. I think on average, I was uh, I was about $300 a month mm-hmm. in parking at the radio station. Yeah, and making no money. Oh, and I was making, yeah, yeah pennies. Uh, more texts rolling in here. 2500 for the year parking downtown. Okay, yeah. Uh, 13 at the university. Uh, underground downtown parking. Yep. In the ICE district. Yes. Uh, I'm paying 4800 a year. Jeez. Oh, geez, forty eight hundred. Forty eight hundred dollars a year in parking. In parking, thirty six oh nine per year. I yeah. love. Obviously, this uh, ticks off a lot of people because a lot of people are given like exact numbers. Thirty six hundred nine dollars and fifty two cents. My roomie paid three thirty three hundred a year, two hundred and seventy five bucks a month for parking. Jeez. Wow. 
Well, if you've got some money to invest, you yeah. may want to listen to the Buy end of the story cells. here. Yeah. Uh, apparently, developers in that area are saying that $75,000 is pretty much the going rate right now mm. for a downtown parking stall these days. And they expect that price only to increase over the next couple of years. They say that they do will not be surprised if in the Ice District in a year or two, uh, parking spot, spots will sell for eighty to $100,000 a parking stall. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yeah. Now, obviously, Damn now indeed. you can't run and go buy a parking stall because everyone knows what they're worth. Everyone now. knows what they're worth now. Oh, oh. that is intense. Holy so, crap. Yeah, if you just want to buy some stalls, you definitely can. <laughs> no kidding. All right, off to Thompson, Manitoba. We go over crash. I think I have some audio for this next story here. Uh, it's not uncommon to hear the howl of a lone wolf in the backwoods of Manitoba. But it's not every day that you're, you hear thousands of people trying to imitate that sound all at once. Oh and that is exactly what happened in northern Manitoba, in Thompson, mm-hmm. as the city broke the Guinness World Record for the largest number of people howling like a wolf. Oh, why wasn't I there? I know you should have been oh, there. I missed out on this. With your wolf blanket. Are you going to do it? Oh, I'll do it after. Okay. I want to hear these guys. All right. Here's, here's 2,000 33 people howling like a wolf. It just sounds like a concert. It sounds like a concert. <laughs> I'm not hearing like like crazy like wolf. Yeah, it's just like Guys that are half cut. Yeah. <laughs> like Ric Flair showed up. Yeah. Yeah, it just sounds like a big crowd. Well, apparently the final attempt has to be a one minute solid howl. Now, I don't think that's one minute from one person. Yeah. But the whole group has to be solid howling for that long. I guess that's supposed to be a howl. Yeah. Maybe it just didn't pick up properly with yeah. the audio. <laughs> Maybe it didn't. Mm. Can you howl? No, I'm not going to howl. You can't howl? No, no, I have a sore throat. Oh! Eh? Very comparable. Very good. Very com- <laughs> Did you guys think there was a wolf nearby or what? <laughs> Did you think there was a wolf in the oh, studio? Because yeah. that was just intense. We got wolves intense. here, guys. Look yes, out. Yes, we do indeed. Did they uh, get the record? They did, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they took out, uh, I guess, a couple of people over in the Niagara region mm-hmm. tried doing it, and Thompson, Manitoba is going to take out that record. So. Oh! A weird thing to go to. Mm. They say, like, all the high schools, the junior highs and the elementary schools, it yeah. was, like, their big day. Oh, everyone gets a day off to yeah. go howling for the record books. To go howling, yeah, yeah exactly. Mm. All right, with Canada uh, on the verge of legalizing marijuana, uh, you may want to heed this story if you decide to get yourself a bit of green and then go for a hike in one of our mountain parks. Off to England we go, where four people decided that they were going to take a hike up a mountain. Now, it is one of the highest peaks in England, and they were successful hikers. Uh, they got to the top. And once they got there, they took off their packs, mm-hmm. decided to sit in and uh, take in the view. And by doing so, they sparked a J. <laughs> well, after they did that, they found themselves incapacitated from taking the cannabis. Oh, and no. they had to be rescued because they couldn't get down. Oh, no. Apparently, they had to get mountain rescuers and an air ambulance to rescue the climbers from the top. Because they were tripping balls at the top. They, they were <laughs> tripping out. <laughs> Apparently, they say the change in the atmosphere... 
mm. will change how the cannabis affects you. Also, whatever they were smoking on the ground, it was fine. But they got to the top and it messed them up. Well, they did, weren't smoking on the ground. No, but just their regular stuff. Oh, on yeah, the ground, their yeah. regular stash. They're like, yeah. oh, yeah, we can handle this. No and problem. And they go to the top and it messed yeah, them up. And it messed them up. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. The police didn't get involved. All four hikers were rescued. Uh, and no one was, you know. Hurt. I wonder how many times that happens, uh, like here on our uh, mountains where you go skiing and snowboarding. Because a lot of times you're at the top, I'm putting my board, I'm clipping my bindings yeah. on. And you're like, and you look over and there's a group by the bush. You're like. All the time. Oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, you guys going to get sketched out or what? Yeah, all the time. I cannot do it. And usually they come flying by me and doing some sick moves. I'm like, yeah. oh, I curse you. <laughs> I can't even do this sober, damn it. Oh my God, look at you 18-year-olds on (laughs) your snowboard smoking your blunts. You guys look pro. Doing your sweet jumps with your GoPros. Oh, yeah. God damn it. (laughs) This text, friggin' amateurs. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well. Yeah. That's the last thing I would do. I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah, I'm good. I'm I'm so sketched out about bears and cougars, and the last thing I need is just that added paranoia. I just just don't want to break my ribs again. So I'm staying. I'm staying semi sober. Oh, I wouldn't do it skiing. I mean, even just walking, like hiking, <laughs> okay. I wouldn't do it. Absolutely not. No mm. way. Are you dressing up for Halloween this year? Well, people are starting to search for their ideas for their Halloween costumes, and there are already signs of what's going to be the most popular costume this year. Uh, do you want to guess what it's going to be? Uh, Trump. It is not Trump. Did what? You, you want to throw in a guess for the most popular Halloween costume this year? Oh, I bet it's Pennywise. It is. Number oh, one okay. is Pennywise the Clown from It. Number two, Trump? No. Number two. Is it Spicer? Trump isn't on my list. Really? Yeah, I think people are trying to oh, forget Oh, they just don't want to support it at all? Yeah. Uh, number two, Stranger Things characters. Anything from the Stranger Things. Once again, I wouldn't even pick up on it. Number three, <laughs> Belle from Beauty and the Beast is oh, a big one. Okay. Uh, number four, a little weird, giraffes. For whatever reason, searches for giraffe makeup and costumes are up 12,000%. Is it that uh, pregnancy marathon that that giraffe was doing? Right. I totally forgot about it. Or is it because Toys R Us are going out of business? <laughs> Everyone's doing like a... Uh, Jeffrey the giraffe. <laughs> yeah. It's like the swan song. Like it a dead Jeffrey. Be. Yeah. Dead Jeffrey. Could be. Number five, Wonder Woman. Number six, Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Number seven, Baywatch. Number eight, Hippies. Mm. Number nine, Unicorns. And number 10, mermaids. Uh, someone's wondering if sexy fidget spinner is on there. No. <laughs> I bet you people will show up at a house party, like a Halloween party, as a fidget as spinner. As a fidget spinner. Right? If they want to be very topical yeah. for the year. You dressing up this year, Jim? You just have yourself and like three buddies like sort of rotating around you? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There you go. Uh, do we have to? What day is Halloween on? Do we have to come to work that day? We are working that day, uh, yes. Nuts. It's like a Tuesday, isn't it? Uh, we do not have to dress up, though, because they cut the budget for that. Well, they took away our Halloween budget? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it disappeared That's last year, too. Sign. No. Yeah, they did it last year, too. Yeah, That's Halloween's a, on a Tuesday. That's a red flag. <laughs> <laughs> right? That wasn't that big of a budget. <laughs> Sorry, guys, we've got to cut the budget. Yeah. No $10 costumes no $10 for anyone, costumes. any of you. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so I don't think I'm going to be dressing up this year at I, all. I don't think I did last year. No, did I didn't either. Was Halloween, even if it was on a weekend or whatever. I feel whatever. like we got it off last year. Like, I mean, work-wise, I feel like it was yeah. a weekend. But normally we would dress up even if it's... Yeah. If Halloween's on a Sunday, oh, we still dress up on a yeah. Friday. Yeah, no. Hmm. It's not happening. The budget's cut. We don't, we don't participate. <laughs> <laughs> That's us putting our foot down. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you don't want to pay for us to do something, we're not doing yeah, it. Too bad. Too bad. That's <laughs> the way I, I see it, yeah. Uh, people are saying that their giraffes are really popular for kids this year. 
Why, though? Why would the giraffe pick up? Is there a cartoon or a movie that came out highlighting a nice animated giraffe? I don't think so. Did uh, did a giraffe get shot? What? Like, you know those big game hunters are always uh, uh, killing big game? The uh, one, remember no, like we... when Cecil died last year yeah. or the year before? That was big. Yeah. Harambe was big. Yeah. People, yeah, people, didn't down. Dr- people didn't dress up as Harambe. Yeah, they did. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For Halloween? Sexy yeah. Harambe? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no, no. No. <laughs> oh, they did? Really? Yeah. Oh, Haley saw a bunch of Harambe. Oh, yeah. Harambe oh. was a big one. Using those bananas just right. You know. Oh, yeah. You know. <laughs> Squeeze a banana. <laughs> you know what? There is something about going into those Halloween stores, though, and shopping for a costume as a woman. Mm. There is nothing frightening. It's all sexy this. Oh, for you, yeah. Sexy that. Yeah. Sexy... You know, and think of like the most grotesque thing. They mm. make it sexy. Yeah. Like if you, if I were to be a poo emoji, yeah. I'm like, I want to oh, be a, a poo, sexy poo. It emoji. would be a sexy yeah. poo emoji. Yeah. Like a two girls, one cup sort of. Oh, like no. I wouldn't be able to sit down in my poo emoji costume because mm. it would show everything and be so short. Well, there's even uh, one. It just blew me away. There's like a, I don't know why you would dress up like this. It's literally like bacon and eggs, but it's sexy. <laughs> it's like it's like extremely revealing. How is it? It's low cut, so it shows your chest. Okay, yeah. And it's like a smaller egg, so it's like pretty much showing your bits there. Okay, yeah. Like well, who would buy? So who it's, would buy an, that? it's an egg over the bits, and then bacon strips over the chest. Yeah, yeah. Egg on the bits, bacon on the. Bits. What is that? I found I found a bacon dress. Did that's not a costume. That's like a dress. A sexy bacon. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> It's, oh, that was awful. Like, I don't know who would wear that. There's the egg costume. What's that one there? Did you find the sexy one or you're just finding the more generic one? Well, now Mars is just pointing out. Sailors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've evolved from your bacon and yeah. eggs. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Shannon's saying unicorns, big ticket this year. Yeah, too. unicorns on my list. It comes in at number nine. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a big one. Oh, someone says they hope there's not a sexy Donald Trump one developed. Oh, God. Oh, Could you that imagine? would be brutal. I'm going to go as Melania. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just got to find a way to pin my face back. Oh, yeah. We'll, and then, uh, we'll and put then some uh, face putty on there. Just like this. Get you going. Yeah, just pull it right back. Pull it right back. It doesn't move. There you go. Oh, yeah. I, although you could be mistaken as someone from the uh, Real Housewives show, too. Oh, yeah, I might. Well, if I go as Melania, I can pull my face back like this. Mm-hmm. And then, Crash, you can just push me out of the way constantly. Yeah. <laughs> Do awkward handshakes. <laughs> And then just go to hold me. your hand. You ignore yeah. me. Yeah, that's right. Alrighty, in sports, uh, the Edmonton Oilers are off to a really good start in preseason. Uh, it was a fun game at the uh, when they took on the Jets on Saturday yeah, night. Great game. Uh, Oilers versus Jets. They destroyed them six two. Was the final score? If you want to check out the team in action tonight, uh, they take on the Hurricanes. Puck drops at seven o'clock. It is going to be a nice day today. As a matter of fact, we're into some really nice temperatures. So we've got today mix of sun and clouds seventeen for the tomorrow sun and cloud and 19 it is 725 we're sitting at 10 degrees good morning and keep in mind too the uh, white mud westbound by the quinell shut down yes you are being detoured at fox drive so major delays Um, I don't know if you guys watch any late night TV, but uh, or if anybody is even watching Jimmy Fallon anymore. 
I haven't watched. Oh, yeah, it. he was like way up there in ratings, yeah, and, and then, then he, came, he plummeted. He came, yeah, he, he came way down. He chose not to uh, joke about politics and stuff, and then that was at the top of everyone's mind. Of so course. they went to Colbert. Well, uh, Jimmy, I mean, he does still have a bit of an audience, mm. so much so that he started a discussion and uh, and a hashtag on Twitter. Oh no! And I thought some of the stories were pretty good. If you're just getting ready for school right now, mm-hmm. I want you to start thinking about. The weirdest thing you've seen a teacher do. Mm. Now, maybe you've had, uh, you know, a teacher that just had some idiosyncrasies that you were like, holy cow, what is this up to? Well, Jimmy Fallon talked about it on his show, and that started the hashtag, my weird teacher. And some people have some weird, weird teachers. I had some weird teachers. My shop's teacher, my woods teacher. uh, What was his name? Mr. Mr. Susky. Just uh, he was like an old, uh, old crazy guy, and for whatever reason, kids would put stuff in his coffee when he wasn't looking. Oh yeah, like just whatever you could find in the shop. And then one day, he just finally had enough, and he's like, "You little," and he swore at us. And he's like, "You keep putting stuff in my coffee. I know, I know. I just drink it anyways." He's like, "See," and he grabs a handful of sawdust, throws it in his coffee cup, mixes it with his dirty old glue covered finger. He's like, "See, it doesn't affect me." And he's like. Oh my god! And he drank a cup of sawdust with his coffee, <laughs> and everyone's like, <laughs> after he swore at us, and then I think everyone felt bad, so they kind of stopped for the rest of that semester putting stuff in his coffee. Oh my god! <laughs> but it, it was doing like poison doesn't care. Yeah, he's like, I don't care. Just what? Yeah. just wood chips, just sawdust, kids. I had a math teacher that would start off the class with us getting on the math train. Mm. And so, like, she would stand up on her desk and say something about getting up on a math train and do the whole toot toot. No, no. Chicka 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 math train. What? How old were you? Please don't. No, I was like 16. No, you weren't. Yeah, I was. You were in high school? Oh, yeah. And teachers were chanting, let's get on the math train. Are you sure it wasn't meth train? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we talked about high school the other day. Right? Yeah, yeah. It, I could have accidentally <laughs> sat down in the meth class instead of the math, math class. Meth 101. Meth 101, That's why yeah. the teacher's on the desk saying, let's get on the meth train. All right, I want to know from you guys, uh, what is the weirdest thing that you've seen a teacher do or the weirdest teacher mm-hmm. you've had? Call Crash and Mars. 489 Join the conversation. Now radio. Oh, boy. All right. We're talking about um, your weirdest teacher that you ever had. Mm-hmm. And what behaviors did they do that made them very weird? My grade three teacher weirded out my mom. He was a little pervy. I think he was trying to get all up in her biz. And I just remember him. He had a like a giant black mole on his cheek. Mm. And my mom never wanted to go uh, do the parent-teacher meeting. Because of the mole? No, because he would... Just be weird. Oh, hit on he her. would all of a sudden, like, you know, when you go and chat with the teacher, yeah, you sit yeah, across yeah. the desk or whatever, he mm-hmm. would get out from his desk and then sit beside her, right beside oh, her. Geez. And then, like, lean in to talk about oh, me. Oh, boy. it was weird. Yeah. You know what, though, in retrospect, it might have been a good decision. Oh, it probably, yeah. <laughs> Gosh, <we'd still laughs> a teacher a or the deadbeat there. Yeah, you'd have a new dad, the <laughs> yeah. one that was involved. One that's going to guarantee pass me. Yeah, right. <laughs> Uh, Megan says, I'm not sure if this is weird, but as an adult, it does seem so. My grade two teacher used to have a candy jar. She would get kids 
to take turns massaging her shoulders for candy. What? As kids, we all wanted to be chosen. I guess you want candy. So you'd go up and you'd rub the teacher's that's, shoulders. That's like some white van stuff parked by a playground. Megan says, <laughs> as an adult now, I don't know how I feel about it. And then ends her text with this. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Megan. Oh, that's like the basis of every like predator yeah, situation. Yeah. It starts with, with candy the, and, and the then massage. you get a massage. Oh, That's a weird no, move. No, no, no. Uh, here, let's go to uh, Country Crystals hanging on here. Did you grow up with a weird teacher or what? I did. Uh, I'll leave his name out. Yeah. But uh, he used to walk around all the kids' tests and scratch his junk on the corner of their desk. <laughs> I mean, oh, my God. We're all, like, leaning away from him. Oh, no. Uh, so and the boys would get sick and tired of it, so they'd take the chalk brush yeah. and keep powdering everybody's corner of everybody's oh. desk before he got in there. Oh, no, and then his crotch goes white. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh. And, uh, <laughs> he would get so mad at us. But, but why would, why would like, he drag know. his crotch along desks? I I don't know. It's just but, what uh, he did. Uh, probably nobody would ever address it even, right? I don't know. I like. I'm literally yeah, just. They're getting more and more clever. <laughs> yeah, you just describing it though. Uh, uh, sadly enough, I've just created a visual in my mind, and I'm just picturing like you writing your tests or whatever, and all of a sudden this bulge comes and sits on your corner of your desk, and you're like, <laughs> and you can't no, do would, anything about it. Crashy would just stand there, and he would like. Uh, turn back left and right, and I'm like, oh my god, I know what's happening. <laughs> oh my god, just sweeping it. Oh no, no, no. Oh, yes, that was like, Ooh. oh, that's brutal. Okay, thanks for sharing that one. <laughs> Have a good day. You too. Bye bye. Oh my gosh, look at all the texts that are coming in that had country crystals teacher. No. Another one here says, I think I had the same teacher. Another one here says, Crystal and I had the same teacher. That's from Carrie. The teacher that would walk around and... put and his junk on the corners of desks. Yeah, rub his junk on the desk. Another one here says, oh my God, I went to that school. Same teacher. <laughs> no, really? We called him the crotch desk corner rubber guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I no. I don't know what I would do if the teacher like rubbed well, the bulge of, against the uh, desk. Lots of people said yeah that they had that teacher. Kyle says no word of a lie. Grade 5. No. He used to scratch his junk on our desk too. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I guess it's better than like your elbow or something. Yeah. Right? That would yeah. be a weird one. Um, Anya on 6 here. You had two weird teachers? Yeah. I had one in high school and one in junior high. Oh, okay. okay. What did they do? Well, I grew up in Saskatchewan, yeah. so that was, you know, the first red flag. But uh, in uh, my my science teacher in seven eight nine showed up at the pool when we had a swim day for the school in a speedo, and he was not a small man. Oh no! He was very very hefty, and yeah, that was everyone cleared the pool once he jumped in. He's like cannonball. Yeah, we were all like, oh crap, and jumped out. <laughs> yeah. And then in high school, I was sitting in uh, English er, English class, and he was my favorite teacher. He uh, heard someone yell, oh, effing, give me some gum. And my teacher walked out, and he's like, it's effing, or give me some effing gum, not effing, give me some gum. If you're going to effing swear, swear in the effing right context. Wow. (laughs) 
Yeah, and then just came back and started teaching again. We were like, wow. Wow. Awesome. <laughs> See, that's my kind of teacher. I like that. <laughs> right? He's like, I'm an English teacher. i got to teach people how to swear in the proper context. Oh, exactly. Wow. Yeah. We don't want you to sound dumb when you're effing swearing, okay? <laughs> exactly, right? Yeah. Come on now. That's hilarious. Okay, thanks, Anya. No problem. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Yeah. Gotta love a swearing teacher, right? Yes, we do. Uh, how about this one here? It says, hey, guys, um, my English teacher... Uh, oh, no, hang on a second. Oh, that's not wearing any underwear. My God. What? No, that's oh. a scene out of uh, Fatal... or not? Is it Fatal Attraction? Uh, no, I don't Where think Sharon it's Where Sharon Stone crosses her legs? No, that's... Uh, oh, why am I not remembering the movie? Come on. <sighs> Come on, guys. Why is it... Basic not- Instinct. Basic Instinct. Thank you. Yeah, someone's saying that the teacher was doing that with her legs and her skirt and no... Arms. Oh, come on. Uh, I think that's just a teen dream. I think that's a teen that's dream, totally too. totally a teen dream. Yeah, you're right. It's like a fish story for teens. Yes. Uh, do another one here. Uh, Danielle's on uh, three. Sure. Uh, you have a weird teacher growing up? Yes. Yeah. Oh, it was my uh, junior high teacher. He actually had... Like his own dance, and he called it the Sinnoh Shuffle. Oh no! And it was really bad. He showed us it on the first day of school. Yeah. Right off the bat, I have a bad first impression. Yeah. And then anytime it was anybody's birthday, he'd make them come up to the front of the classroom Mm. with him and make them do the Sinnoh Shuffle. No, really? You know, on their birthday. Yeah, when you're a teen and you're being asked to dance in front of you. Holy yeah. smokes. Does no, he... we, got, we had acne problems. We oh. had, like, sinus problems. Oh, absolutely, yeah. In front of our class. Right, mm-hmm. and then just hormonal teens. Teens are going through times. It's Not bad. Good. It's, it's just bad, bad to be standing in front of the class it's doing really that. really bad. And it's funny because we could actually, you move on from junior high and you go to high school and you talk to people, and they actually heard of the Sinnoh Shuffle. Oh, no, because everyone yeah. hated it so much. It was so bad. There's what? probably people listening right now that know of the Sinnoh Shuffle. Oh, absolutely. Did he dance with you at the front of the class, too? Yes. <laughs> Text Crash and Mars 56789. Join the conversation now radio. Right, police are investigating the cause of a fatal collision on the White Mud early this morning. The single vehicle crash happened right on the White Mud between 149th Street and Fox Drive at around 4 o'clock this morning. Now, here's what they've figured out so far. Police say it is believed that a car was traveling westbound when it struck a concrete barrier. The force of that collision ejected the driver and then caused the vehicle to catch on fire. I snapped a uh, picture of the vehicle, too. It's on our Snapchat if you want to see. You can't even tell what kind of vehicle Vehicle it it was. No. Like, you don't even know if it's a, a car, a truck, like a little work van. You, yeah, yeah, don't you know. You don't know, yeah. Uh, police do believe that speed was a factor in the collision. White Mud Drive from Fox Drive to 149th Street has been shut down now for several hours and continues to be. Westbound traffic on the White Mud is being diverted onto the Fox Drive turnoff. And, of course, uh, the more of that story will come out as the day goes on. All right, how many of you guys uh, want to become a doctor and want to move to Bruderheim? Oh, Bruderheim. Bruderheim. Uh, the town of Bruderheim actually threw out a welcome mat about two years ago, hoping to attract a doctor. And now here we are two years later, mm-hmm. and no doctor has agreed to live and work in Bruderheim. After two years, they never found a doctor. No, no one wants to live there. Anyone who needs medical care has to make the 15-minute drive uh, to Lamont 
or drive 20 minutes to Fort Saskatchewan. Uh, the town of Brudeheim is about 1,300 people. They're trying to pitch potential candidates on the small town feel and country lifestyle. Is it way too small, or what's the deal? I have never been to Bruderheim. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really don't know anything about Bruderheim. Uh, Jin just pulled up some Bruderheim stats. And what's them. What's the problem? Oh, I got some pics. Looks like a nice little town here. No. Oh yeah. wow! Just got a sign. It's got a oh the Victoria Hotel. Oh, that looks nice and sketchy. That looks condemned. It might be closed. <laughs> yeah. Here, Mars. Here's a nice okay. homestead in Bruderheim. What? Well, the I mean, I'd salvage the barn wood, but I'd. <laughs> Blow that thing up. Okay. Let's see. Sell me on Bruderheim. Uh, What's that? A prison? It's got a school. Oh, that's their school. That's not what you want to hear when you see a school. No. Nope. <laughs> nope. What's that a Max? <laughs> yeah, that looks like a old time school. They've got a nice church. Do they have like a tourism website? Tourism. Let's see. Tourism. Nice aerial shot. Are they offering like some fat cash for doctors? Well, I mean, it would just be what doctors are paid as a general practitioner Mm. in the province of Alberta. They have a hotel. Yeah, that's the one that I thought was condemned. Oh, no, this looks like a... Oh, no, this is an architectural drawing. So it was a proposed project and never happened. (laughs) (laughs) Whoops. All right. Well, they are looking uh, for doctors in Bruderheim. Uh, if you live in Bruderheim, shoot us a text right now, 56789. Mm-hmm. Why should a doctor move to Bruderheim? Uh, oh, best quadding trails. Oh, that okay, was just there you texted go. in. Yep. Uh, this uh, person was there on Saturday. Oh, there you go. Doing some quadding. So okay. they need to target quadding doctors. Quadding doctors, yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Or the ones that really love like outdoor sports. This one here says, guys, I didn't even know you were talking about a place in Alberta. <laughs> It sounds like Bruderheim is somewhere in Europe. You know what? Actually, I thought it was Europe. In but initially, Europe, yeah. when you said Bruderheim, yeah. <laughs> no, it's near uh, Fort Saskatchewan. <laughs> okay. Uh, this one, Bruderheim, is actually a nice little town. Okay. Well, there and you go. They need a the doctor. surrounding areas, yeah. Another yeah. one says Bruderheim has the Seacan Hotel. Mm. And oh. Lily's Restaurant apparently is amazing. Is it worth the drive, though? How amazing is it? I don't know if I'd go there. I mean, huh? if I live there, I guess. Now, family has spoken. We need to go to Lily's in So, Bruderheim. we need a doctor that likes to eat at a restaurant called Lily's. Yeah. Might they, stay in a sea can. They and, like to quad. And they like to quad. Yeah. Oh, everyone's saying it's the best Chinese food. Worth the drive 100%. Oh, okay. Well, I'm trying to figure out if they have, like, a small town slogan. Okay. Because every small town has a slogan. Home of the Brethren? Oh, that's okay. Home of the Brethren. Mm. Well, I don't like they might want to <laughs> might want to reword re- re- that. Reword that one. Oh, yeah, Keisha's raving about the Chinese food too. Yeah, everyone's saying it's amazing. This one, Bruderheim isn't that far from civilization. Yeah, that's a good point. That's right? a good slogan, right? We're not that far from <laughs> yeah, civilization. There you go. That's great. Attract your uh, attract that your doctor. Flag. Uh, there's apparently a great butcher there too. Oh, ah, okay, good. And great Chinese. <laughs> okay, great. Okay, the Chinese is the yeah. Go-to. The Chinese food is the go-to, and uh, apparently that restaurant is amazing. Someone's live. Someone, a now family member, lives there right now. Oh, good. Says I live in Bruderheim. It's amazing, Fra- uh, family friendly town with the best Chinese food. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody keeps raving about it. Put that it, on so. the welcome sign. We have the best Chinese, Chinese food. food. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Hmm. All right. Well, hopefully, uh, then putting the word out there. We can get a young doctor that's going to go live in Bruderheim. A young doctor now? Oh, yeah. You're young being, doctor. Oh, you're being demanding. I think I watched um, one of those made-for-TV Canadian movies. Oh, no. Where a young doctor moves to, like, the furthest island on the east coast of Canada. Mm. And they're all excited to get a doctor, so they bring him, like, pies and blankets. Oh, okay. Yeah. They try to keep him. 
He falls in love with like the local town girl. Oh wow! And I oh, bet yeah. you it's scandalous. He probably cheats on someone. No, it wasn't. Oh. It's a Canadian tale, oh. so they end up having seven kids. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> a new little house on the prairie. yeah, a new little house on yeah, the prairie. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. <laughs> All right, out to British Columbia we go for this next story here, where a man is making the news after he politely asked a family of bears to leave his property, and they're saying that it is in the most Canadian way possible. Because uh, I don't think he yelled at the bears. Mm-hmm. Uh, he tried to reason with them in a polite, how she go on a oh, Canadian no. way. Have a listen. I need you guys to go. Okay? Okay. <laughs> I need you to go. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I gotta go to work. Okay. They don't understand you. Hope you enjoyed my yard. <laughs> Have a good day. <laughs> Bye now. <laughs> yeah, that's very oh, Canadian. Oh, gosh. Apparently, the man lives in Sook, B.C. It's a community just west of Victoria. And uh, he was trying to go to work when he saw a family of bears mm. in his yard. And uh, he basically just went out there and politely, like you heard, asked them to leave. I don't know which one's better. That one or we all know about the one that I love. They have beer. Remember that one? I do. Beer. I can never get tired of that one. Uh, Jordan Cote, he's the guy uh, who was in Sook, BC. Mm. Uh, he said, quote, the whole encounter is so casual. I'm like, this is Canada. If you remain calm, the bear remains calm. The bear did stay pretty calm. We can all coexist. <laughs> it worked. That bear left. Those yeah. bears left. Those, ba- those bears yeah, left. The bear yeah. didn't give two Fs about no. You're can screaming, gal. That bear didn't leave. No, that bear stayed because she was acting like a psycho. Oh, that's true. Can we hear Jordan one more time? Yeah. Yeah, let's have a listen here. I need you guys to go. Okay? I need you to go. Listen to his tone. It's perfect. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go to work. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed my yard. <laughs> Have a good day. See, the whole thing's very polite. Bye now. Did a full circle and then hope you enjoy your day. Have a great day. I'm going to work That's now. right. Thank you. Oh, yeah. If See you, you are polite, the bear won't fight. Oh, hey, yeah. Hey, 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 bear there it is. Finally, we got a new one. BearRams.com. Like yeah, That's take really that, good. Parks Canada. <laughs> All right, for those of you who are fans of The Price is Right, apparently they busted out an Oprah the other day. Uh, and made some history during Friday's insane episode in honor of Drew Carey's 10th anniversary of hosting The Price is Right. Any contestant who spun $1 on the wheel mm. would get a $10,000 bonus instead of the usual $1. Well, what happened next had everybody losing their mind and going completely bananas. Well, normally you get 1000 don't you? I don't know if you... Yeah, it's a yeah. thousand dollars yeah, a thousand. dollar, but they yeah. opted for the anniversary. Yeah, they opted yeah. to, yeah. To 10000 10, yeah. Uh Here's what happened, though, is as everybody jumped up to spin the wheel, as you do on The Price is Right, mm-hmm. everyone started hitting the $1. Oh. I've got some of the audio here. Have a listen. Ah, uh, come on, 75 for 10 Pretty cool, I guess. Victoria, Thomas, my grandson, Joshua, Jimmy, and Cashton. Another Again, another one, yeah. 
Another one. Three of them. Come on, slow down. Slow down. Come on, baby. Oh, my goodness. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? That's set up, right? Well, the thing is, are they just admitting that they can fix the wheel? Yeah, there's... Sort of, right? Right? Someone's sitting in the wheel. And they slowed it down. And as as the wheel is spinning, they can see, and so they're just moving it. Dude, dude. Dude, Out of the dude. history of the Price is Right, this has never happened, so they fixed the wheel. They fixed it, right? They just admitted that they fixed the yeah. games. Yeah. Um, it's very strange, though. Because when you read the comments and like the fans of the Price is Right, mm. 50% of people think that that was just plain luck and because oh, it was come on. Drew Carey's anniversary, that's just what the wheel did. Oh, yeah, and it's on his anniversary, too. Yeah. The rest of us, uh, the other 50% are saying that the wheel was to- that was totally fixed. Mm. I mean, it's great that all those people won. Sure. Yeah. But you're right, they just proved that they can fix the contest. Yeah. Why would you why would you make it that blatant? Even Drew's reaction, he does like, Are you kidding me? Like he can tell, I think he knows. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because he was never the greatest actor. <laughs> Everyone's saying on the app that it sounds rigged. Oh, it's totally rigged. It's totally rigged. That would never happen. On the day of Drew Carey's anniversary, yes. all of a sudden everyone and when they jack it up to ten grand, they give out three of them. Yeah, so there's a guy in there in the wheel manipulating it yeah. as it comes around. How do you think they do? Do you think it's just the guy like holding it yep. down, or is it? Well, yeah, because you don't see what's behind the, the wheel wall, right? Why not show us back there, Drew? Yeah, <laughs> show me the backside. I think he's like actually in the wheel. So like, here's I don't the think wheel. they put someone in the wheel. No, I do. That's I think... the most logical explanation. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's they like put a hamster wheel. Okay, slow down, slow down, slow down. I think that they put someone in the wheel. So like I stand on a platform and the wheel spins around me. Yeah. And as it slows down, if like I know the dollars back here, I just take my hand and just move it. Like I either speed it up or I slow it down so it hits the dollar. Okay, well that's one thought. Uh, now family text in uh, your your reasoning on how to slow down this wheel. Yeah. With technology nowadays, I'm going to say it's just like remote control oh, brakes okay, well, on the wheel. Maybe. I thought maybe they just put like I a don't small think this, I don't think <laughs> Marcy's right, though. Uh, Price Right is old school. They still have it like is. the models uh, surveying the wares. Like the the walls still move. Mm-hmm. And they're like they're pulled back manually. Yeah. I, wouldn't you love to spin that wheel, though? I want to feel it. I would. If I had enough time, I wanted to build a wheel so we can get rid of this junky wheel we have here. Yeah. I wanted to build like the Price is Right wheel, a good spinner. Like a sweet wheel? Yeah. I'll tell you something. Crash is a huge Price is Right fan. Mm-hmm. So about six or seven years ago, uh, we were going to Las Vegas and we didn't have you know, a ton of cash. So we had to budget what we were going to do. We couldn't afford to see a show, but we could afford to go to the live Price is Right. Price is Right live. Oh, yeah. And Crash was over the moon. Oh, I got Over the moon. I, I had my own name tag, you know, the yellow ones. Did you they do, like, the crash silly, on it. You do the silly shirt and stuff? No, I, we didn't. Well, I didn't go that hard. Uh, yeah, well, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little embarrassing. Uh, but we got in there, and neither of our names got pulled mm-hmm. to go up and be on contestant row. However, the prizes that were rolled oh, out they were junk. Were literally, they were picked from the Nevada dump mm. and brought on stage. They were horrible. They, they were, were the worst so props. bad. I think there are props, obviously, but they're just, they looked like garbage. They were so bad that this like 90 year old woman, grandma gets up there and she's won a new um, refrigerator. All right. That was one of the things. And it was uh, supposed to be one of those really fancy, like stainless steel, yeah. like a KitchenAid. Like bottom freezer drawer. Oh, talking Whoa. water in the door. Oh, oh yeah. And ice. Right? Yeah. Cube well, shaved, whatever. Well, they wheeled it out and it was so dented. 
It looked like the guys who unloaded it dropped it seven times in the parking it lot. It literally looks like it skidded down a freeway. And the guy who was hosting it, she's up there and she's like 90 years old. He gives the mic, leans in the microphone. He's like, what do you think of your new fridge? And she goes, I don't want it. <laughs> and he's like, oh, didn't expect that. Well, you get a new fridge. Yeah. And he pushed her aside and took the mic away. Yeah. Oh. This is junk. Yeah. I don't want this. Use arable. <laughs> you said the guy that was hosting it wasn't Drew Carey hosting. No, no. this not, is like some. They have their like touring guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, they had a touring guy, and uh, ever since that day, I have been completely turned off of Prices Right. That turned you off Prices yeah. Right. I think it's a scam. Mm. You can't blame the touring version for the. Yeah, it was horrible. It was awful. It was awful. It was bad. <laughs> I felt horrible that I gave them my money to go see that. Mm. Well, you had to pay. Yeah. Oh, pay. oh, yeah, oh we yeah. had to pay. It's Vegas. Yeah, you buy tickets. You had to pay. Oh. You buy tickets, and then you wait, and you're like, oh, my God, price is right. <laughs> and you walk in, everyone gets a little controller because you can bid on things, and then that's how they get you up there. And then once they start awful. rolling stuff on stage, you're like, what is this? Yes, uh, it was pretty bad. Anyone else go to that show? Because they also, uh, like, Brought it uh, city to city too. They did. they did it at the Cree, I think too. Yeah, they did do it at the Cree. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it I don't was know the what same that version junk, is, but, but oh man, mm-hmm. it was awful. <laughs> it was awful. All right, ladies, this story. Well, I guess some dudes do. This story is for you. Uh, if you're worried about getting into that little black dress for your Christmas party, and you're thinking, "Oh my God, I can put spanks everywhere except." around my arms while something is hitting the stores this morning and it is Spanx new arm tights. What? Now they go on sale. They're on the Spanx uh, website today Mm. and they're designed to squeeze and flatten your arms when you wear them under something long-sleeved. So what happens if you're all like spanked up? Yeah, and you go home with someone and one thing leads to another and it's you're about to like hit the gym if you know what I mean. Right, sure. Um, what do you do? Well, I mean, like to get undressed. Yeah. Well, two things. Number one, I make sure that you're super drunk that you wouldn't notice. Mm-hmm. And number two, you have to go to the washroom to get undressed because an arm spank like that would be like you would have to wear that. Like what is it for? This? Like, yeah, it's for the under. Yeah, it's for any flab on your arm. Like all this flab here. Okay. Did oh, you see that? Look at my flab. Look at that firm flab on top of that. Yeah, I know. I see that. There it is. Uh, But yeah, I would imagine that you would pull them on like a sleeve and they probably go right up to your pits. Mm -hmm. Or you could wear them like maybe like a shrug or you don't know what a shrug is. No idea. Ladies do. Um, Like a shrug or like, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. But they are there now. So you have Spanx here. Yeah. Like on your arms, around your waist. Yeah. Your thighs. Your butt. Your butt. Yeah. Maybe even your front. Yeah. If need be. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You can spank it up wherever you want. Jeez. Spank it up over your chest. Oh, my God. Just spank it up. It, basically, you need like just a massive tight body wrap in the morning. Mm-hmm. Like you sat in your closet like a... In uh, warehouses, they have these like saran wrap packaging stuff. Oh, yeah, keep things Where fresh. they roll it around uh, the uh, pallets. That would be you in the morning. You stand there and then go like this. I would love that. And then you just wrap her up. You're yeah, like, wrap right. it up. <laughs> Rip it off. Put some clothing on and you're good to go. Yeah, that's right. And then do it on my arms, too. Yeah. Someone just runs around and, yeah. and there you go. I like like the fairy tale dream is like, you know, the bluebird is dressing you. And Marzi's dream is industrial saran wrap. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's oh, right. Oh, yeah. Sicker. <laughs> <Singer. laughs> <laughs> this feels good. Damn, I look good today. 
<laughs> uh, if you are interested in getting yourself some arm spanks, they will run you 40 to 45 bucks. Mm. So you can go and check that out. Someone said it's, un- it's like unleashing a sausage. Uh, yeah, it could very well be. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Well, speaking of saran wrap, off to the UK we go, uh, where this guy named Neil Junglass from Liverpool uh, decided that he was going to take things into his own hands after he discovered that many people were parking in front of his house because they didn't want to pay for parking at the local airport. Mm. So they were using the spot in front of his house to park their vehicle for sometimes weeks on end. Oh, I'd be livid. Now, uh, he says that he has been watching people get out of their vehicles with two suitcases of luggage and then getting into a taxi to take them to the airport. So it's like driving around, finding the closest neighborhood to the airport, parking your car, and then calling an Uber or a cab and having them take you and to you the airport. And you just pay the cab fare versus yeah. like a week or a month of parking. Exactly. And it makes your cab fare cheaper because you're closer to the airport. Mm-hmm. So what did Neil Junglass from Liverpool decide to do? Well, after he saw the last guy get in a cab and head off to the airport, he went and got industrial-sized saran wrap mm-hmm. and started saran wrapping cars that were being left there. That's exactly what I was saying your uh, your new Spanx would be. And that is exactly it, yeah. Oh, that is golden. <laughs> You'd be pissed, right? Well, yeah, I'd be pissed, but I would also be pissed if I couldn't park outside of my own house yeah. because someone else was there. But do you want to look? At, do you want to look at a saran wrap vehicle for a couple weeks? Yeah, I do. Oh. Just to <laughs> make you super mad and oh, teach okay. you a lesson. Uh, the other good thing is for Neil is that he works at Costco. Oh, oh, oh so he's got all this stuff. Yeah, so he said yeah. he went and bought a big roll of uh, the saran wrap from there, the industrial size, and he mm-hmm. said he started wrapping the entire car. <laughs> He said the car attracted lots of attention. People stopped to take pictures. Mm-hmm. Police apparently even came to check the car, but they said they couldn't do anything about it because it isn't illegally parked. Oh, it's just public parking. Yep. Public street. Public street. So basically this guy now is admitting online to vandalism charges. Uh, yeah, but the cops are saying he didn't vandalize the vehicle. What? But he covered it in saran wrap. They got different rules over in England. Like that's, you're doing something to my car. That's still... It's still vandalism, to an extent, no? Yeah, they're saying it didn't cause any damage. They thought it was funny. But he's not going to come back from his trip with, like, a exacto knife or scissors to cut it off. He shouldn't have parked it And then. it's baking in the sun, so it's like shrink wrap Oh, yeah, he's shrink wrapping <laughs> on it, yeah. Jeez. This text here says, does Neil pay for the space in front of his house? If no, then suck it up, Neil. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Nobody's on Neil's side. <laughs> no, no one's on Neil's side at all. <laughs> I guess if that's your only parking. Yeah, and other people are saying saran wrap is taken off very easily. It's not vandalism. I just put a picture of the uh, guy's car on Snapchat if you want to see. You can go and check that out. So uh, if you want to saran wrap a car, it's constantly parked in front of your place. (laughs) I would just put uh, a couple nails underneath the tires. That's even worse. What? Because then you drive away and then they got nails. No, he just put the nails there. He didn't yeah, put them in I, the I tire. Put him, I put them on the road and he drove over them. Not, yeah. not my fault. It's his fault. <laughs> okay. All right. If you already have your Christmas decorations up or your Christmas tree up, no. I want you guys to shoot me a text right now. Five, six, seven, eight, nine. Um, oh, God. Is there anybody? You guys... Don't do that. You don't. You didn't even take yours down. We yeah, that's our move. We go. uh, You threw a sheet over it, right? (laughs) (laughs) It's a ghost tree for Halloween. (laughs) What month did you end up taking it down this year? Uh, It was pre-family day. 
Because we've had the family day tree before. But it was, I don't know, in January. I think it was January. Oh, January's not yeah, bad. it's not bad. Yeah, that's okay. Oh, I thought it was like July. No, I remember one year it was April. <laughs> yeah, we've gone late. We've pushed it. <laughs> yeah, you guys have pushed it. You do all that work. Keep it up. Right? Oh, I take mine down uh, New Year's Eve long Why weekend. don't they make just a quick pop-up decorated tree? They do. No, like everything's on it. You just shake it. And you don't even have to fluff it. I hate fluffing branches. Me too. Oh, boy. fluffy. And then usually yeah. the tree's got like some gross dust on it so that you're itchy. Yeah. I'm like, it's a fake tree. Why am I itchy? And then I'm all like... I know. <laughs> Merry Christmas. I would like to buy a uh, fake tree that's mm. pre-fluffed. Just give me a bigger box. I don't need it to fit in a tiny box. Yeah. I'm not taking it backpacking or on the road. Yeah. Give me a giant box with a pre-fluffed tree. Instead of like squeezing yeah, it I back into that little box. Cool. I know. Yeah. Needles. I always start off so nice so the base of the tree is mm. like really fluffed. Yeah. And then it gets narrower and narrower as it gets to the top. So I'm like, ah, forget it. And then you don't fluff. Fluffing anymore. Don't even fluff the back of the tree. No, it doesn't matter. Put it in a corner and you lose yeah. two sides that you have to work with. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I don't even decorate the back of the tree. No, leave it be. Like, forget it. It's in a corner. Yeah. Stupid. Christmas. Nobody's looking behind it. That's right. Uh, well, this dude named 23 year old Micah Anderson broke into a house in Colorado on Saturday. He stole a whole bunch of stuff because he broke in. So he made off of towels, toilet paper, books, DVD, and. This family's Christmas tree. <laughs> well, is it because they put it up already? Yeah, they already yeah. had their Christmas tree out. The date that he broke in? September the 16th. Mm, way too early. The cops tracked Micah down and he was arrested for felony burg- burglary and theft. Why did he steal all this? Just because he was probably high on meth and that's mm. what he did. But this family, September the 16th, already had their Christmas tree up. Yeah, not happening. No, not God happening. no, that's insane. Uh, this text here says, legit guys, my in-laws actually throw a sheet over their decorated tree <laughs> and they put it in the basement until next year. So they walk through the house, decorations and all, just jingle, 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 stuff it away in the basement, cover <laughs> yeah, it, and then, then cover it. Yeah, Christmas comes, like maybe throw it up a week or two before Christmas, Yeah, bring it back upstairs, And done. it's done. You don't no have to do No fluffing, anything. no decorating, no. plug it in. Pour that nog and... Yeah. Let's get celebrating Christmas. Or there should be like a a chemical spray that you can get. That <laughs> hear me out. You decorate the tree. You're like, yeah, it's premium. Take it outside and you spray that tree. You want to yeah. show every, it? Yeah, and everything is just stuck to the tree. How do you get it off? You, you don't. don't. Oh, it's there forever. It's there forever. You shake the tree. Cats jump on the tree. Doesn't matter. Things aren't falling off. When you want a new tree, you take it to Gordo at the dump. Yeah. Our buddy Gordo. Call up Gordo and, yeah, he'll crush it. Yeah. We should just sell one piece then. You don't need to put all that stuff on beforehand and then uh, shellac it. Mm. Just buy, like, one, like, a, like a piece of art almost. But some people like to have a personal touch. Once. <laughs> they like to personal touch it once <laughs> and then shellac it for all time. All your kids' little yeah. uh, Christmas globes that they made, shellac it. Done. Yeah. This text here says, oh, my God, my name is Micah Anderson. Yeah. I did not break into a house in Colorado. Oh, no. Steal towels and a Christmas tree. Are you this sure? This is hilarious. Did you see the picture on the app? Yeah. Doesn't Micah have a bit of a crazy, no. crazy face? Well, yeah, but a bit of a Whoville sort of. He does look oh, like a Whoville, right? very, very. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Who, the Who's were, were pro-Christmas. Mm-hmm. It was the Grinch who was famous the yes. 18th. But he has that sort of uh, like vibe, Christmas right? Whoville. Yeah. Look. His eyebrows. Those Is it eyebrows. the arch in the brow? I think it's the arch in the brow. I think it's the nose and the lips. Those right? are those are villains' brows. Yeah, yeah they definitely are. Hmm. Not to profile. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this Just judge the H out of that guy. Says I still currently have a light up decoration outside on my patio that really pisses off my neighbors from last Christmas. Mm-hmm. It's almost getting appropriate again. Well, there's that guy that uh, every couple weeks I forget his name, but he lives in a condo complex, and the condo right across the parking lot. Always has a Christmas tree 
lit up every day. Every day. And he said it's been that way for a couple of years now. Every day. That's the night lights that turn on. Mm. And they light it. Yeah, well, it's plugged in and it's it's roaring 365 days a year. Hmm. <laughs> what? When do you Too put much. up your tree, Ginge? Uh, early December. Yeah. Sometimes. I think we've done November. Do you guys have like a hard, fast date? Yeah. Uh, I do because I do the tree. I will do it um, like December 15th. Two weeks. Yeah. No. That's all you're getting out of your tree. No. Yeah. You, sometimes she's put it up in November. No, I don't she remember really putting it up in November. Bank on it. No, because my birthday's at the end of the November, and I refuse to have a tree up for my birthday. <laughs> okay. I hate it. Okay, so end no. of November. So sometimes. And the, the worst part was we had so many. Like, thankfully, we've downsized because we've had like two nine foot trees that we had to decorate. And yeah, then the family cabin in the winter when we're rarely there. Yeah. She's like, we need a tree there, too. I'm like, oh, my God. Well, what happened was, was one year I got really excited about Christmas. <laughs> and uh, I just bought a new house. And I was going to have my whole family over. Yeah. And, like, we were going to have a great Christmas. And uh, so I bought three trees. I had three Christmas trees. <sighs> And then I quickly realized that life is nothing like a Christmas movie. Mm. And people don't get along. People aren't nice to one another. And nobody gives an F about Christmas. So it it was not my, you know, great family movie Christmas. No, you didn't even get get any good pictures of people around the tree. No, nobody cared. All those trees. So I gave up after that. Don't give up. We bought the, you see the ones that they set up at Costco, the giant ones? Yeah. Yeah. We bought one of those. Yes. I had to have a stepladder to decorate. Yes. Like, this is the worst. No, it was terrible, terrible. We gave it away on Kijiji. Put those trees up. Rach has uh, really got me into Christmas. She's big on Christmas. Mm. And I like like I like having the tree up. I think we should get all the use out of that tree as we can. It looks good. House never looks better than when it's decorated for Christmas. Mm. Do you guys, though, live in a movie like where everything is perfect at Christmas and everybody gets along? I don't want to be that guy, but yeah. No, you don't. <laughs> it's a dream at our house. Is that because you're drunk all the time? It helps. <laughs> <laughs> Just go through it in oh, a fog. Yeah. Just get loaded with rum and nog yeah. Yeah, throughout, I, throughout December. I guess so. Uh, already, Oilers are on the ice tonight after their win over the Jets on Saturday. 6-2 was the final score. Tonight, they take on the Hurricanes. Puck drops at 7 o'clock. It is going to be a nice day today. We are going to see a mix of sun and cloud and warm. 17 for the high, 19 tomorrow, which isn't all that bad. Uh, White Mud still shut down this morning, heading westbound. It is closed. Fox Drive to 149th Street. They are redirecting you down Fox Drive. If you do see anything else... Definitely let us know. All right, we went to the uh, Oilers game, the preseason game on uh, Saturday night. Mm. Oilers versus Jets. It was a lot of fun. And uh, we found ourselves, we were upstairs in Rogers Place where it's called the The Sky Skyview in the Sportsnet Lounge? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, it's like the, Skyview mezzanine or whatever. Yeah, and it's really it's really high up there, and uh, it, they've got like plush seating. Mm. We didn't have tickets, but so we couldn't stay. But we just went and, and we were able to just have like a look. Yeah, and it was uh, it was pretty cool during one of the uh, intermissions. It was like nice high back seats yeah, up there. And, like, oh yeah, plush, and yeah. you've got nobody sitting in front. No of one you was and, up there. Uh, no, no one was up there except for it looked like a mom and uh, her child. Mm-hmm. And so we were all woo eyeing and ooing over the view in the seats and the little boy who was probably how old would you put him at about nine or ten if that yeah yeah i would say about nine or ten uh he looked at me and he was like yeah i love sitting up here uh the seats are really nice 
And I'm like, yeah, they look really nice. And the little boy says to me, he's like, yeah, he's like, they're really plush and you can lean back in them. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yeah, look at that. Wow. And he's like, are you sitting up here? And I'm like, no, unfortunately, I, uh, I, I don't have tickets to this. I'm down below. Joint. Sorry. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm down below. <coughs> and uh, the little kid looks at me and goes, yeah, well, you know what? And I'm like, what's that, buddy? And he's like, this is what happens when you know people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn! <laughs> like what, what? What kid busts that out? That's what he said to me. <laughs> this is what happens when you know people. Well, immediately I'm like, I don't know people. <laughs> <laughs> right? I will leave now. I will leave now because I know no one. Walk back down the stairs and leave the door. Oh, it was hilarious. We were howling, laughing. Yeah. That this little buddy just completely sassed me. Never found out who he knew. No, he wouldn't give it up. Yeah, never, never said it. Well, because mom was like, Shh, "Stop talking." Yeah, don't don't know who he knew. Oh, I don't know who he knew. But, I don't know how he got up there. But he got fancy seats. I know security was watching us, getting ready to kick us out. Yeah, I don't know who the kid was. This is what happens when you know people. Yeah, that's what he says to me. An eight-year-old, nine-year-old. Yeah, who I are you know talking about? Yeah, <laughs> come on. I want to know from you guys. When was the last time you got told by a child? Oh, yeah. You got sassed. I feel like he should have ended that sentence with a son. Oh, yeah. Or throw something on the floor and be like, pick it up. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. This is what happens when you know people, son. Or, like, have a toothpick. Like, raise yeah. a remote. Yeah, and right? take your toothpick out of your mouth and flick it flick at it you. Flick it on my face. And be like, go on, get. <laughs> a little sass. All right. Did a kid sass you? You got told. Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now radio. Okay, we all know that kids definitely don't have a filter. No, they don't. But when they sass you or school you. Or they school you. You stand back as the adult and be like, what? Yeah, what's going on here? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, Kristen says, last week, my two-year-old son was in his crib. We had dumped all of his stuffed animals in there with him. When he told me he wanted to come out, I said, okay. Well, we're going to clean up all of your stuffies. Mm -hmm. He turned to face the corner, stared at the wall and said, I'm busy, mommy. You do it. Uh, Yeah. 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 So where does that two-year-old even learn that? I'm busy. You do it. Obviously, someone else in the house is saying that, too. (laughs) (laughs) I'm busy. You do it. Uh, Nicole on uh, four here. Yes. Did a kid sass you or what? Uh, Yes. My six-year-old does it every day. Oh no! What's what's the worst? Um, well, like the most recent, he just started grade one this year. Yeah, so he has to bring homework home. He has to do like vocabulary, and he's in French immersion, so it's it's even better. Um, so he was arguing with me about doing homework. And I was like, "Well, buddy, we got to do homework every day. Like this is just something we have to do. It's how you learn how to do math and science and numbers and reading and all that kind of stuff." And like he looked me dead in the eye and was like, "Mom." I have been to play school, and I have been to kindergarten. I already know how to do everything. Wow. You're like, um, excuse me. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I was like, I don't know that you do. But, uh, okay. Sure. Oh, that is brutal. So, yeah, that, that's just one. I mean, there's so many to pick from because it, it is, it's quite an everyday thing for him. So. <laughs> yeah. And it's only going to get worse. Wait till uh, your kid's a teen. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to that, to be honest. Yeah, he's, well, if he, right now, if he's, like, turning around and he's looking at you, he's like, Mom, I've lived. Yeah. And he's yeah, only been to kindergarten? Come on. Yeah, 
come on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you got many more years than I. Good luck with that, Nicole. (laughs) Yeah, good luck with that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay, you have a great day. You too, thanks, guys. (laughs) Bye-bye. If it's starting that early, well. Yeah, I've lived. I know. Another one here from Janet out in Atchison. She says, oh, my God, you guys, I suck at skiing. So years ago, I went skiing with my husband, Mm. Snow Valley. Nice. I get to the top, taking my time, mapping out the safest route. I look down, and a five-year-old looks at me and says, are you going yet? (sighs) I look down, and I say, look, kid, I'll go when I'm ready. Mm -hmm. He was on a snowboard. He shoved me out of the way (laughs) and then flipped me off. What? The kid was good because he had no fear. Not fair. I was so taken aback. As he went down the hill on his snowboard, he was flipping me off. <laughs> he was how old? Five? Yeah, she thinks he was about five. Holy crap. If I If a kid gave me the finger, oh my God. Well, and she still gave him props, too. Like she yeah. said, he was a great snowboarder. He was a great snowboarder. <laughs> and he went All down the, the hill. down, just... Yeah, with the middle <laughs> finger up in the air. Oh my God. Uh, Samantha, did a kid sass you or what? Yeah, so I was skating at Millennium Place with my boyfriend, and I haven't been skating in, like, eight years, probably. Yeah. And this little kid in a Canadian's jersey comes up, and he's like, is this her first time skating? And I was like, oh, yeah, like, in a couple of years, he goes, yeah, I can tell. And I was like, okay, first off, you're wearing a Canadian's jersey. <laughs> I was so offended. <laughs> You're like, yeah. you, you little, get out of here. Yeah, you go on, get. Yeah, like, excuse you, where is your mother? Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yep. Did you, uh, were you really self-conscious about skating after? Yeah, and I was like, well, now we have to leave. <laughs> call, call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. 1023 Now Radio. Already, we want to know the time that a child uh, schooled you, sassed you, told you. Mm-hmm. Uh, this text here says, I drive a school bus, pick up some kids who transfer from Bruderheim. I noticed one of the regulars was missing for a few days, and I asked if, if he was sick, missing mm. school. An eight-year-old boy said, no, he's walking. <laughs> and I said, from Bruderheim? And he replied, no, he moved to the fort. Woman, please. Do you honestly <sighs> think he'd walk from Bruderheim? Woman, please? Where did he pick that up? <laughs> I don't know what I would do if a child said, I guess you can't do anything. Well, I would internally be howling. Yes. Because I'd be like, this little punk yeah. is sassing me. Woman, please. <laughs> Once again, like, uh, uh, uh. Oh, my God. Uh, Tasha, right at the top here. Did a kid just really sassy or school you? Oh, yes, I have my five-year-old, she's six now, with yeah. the kindergarten last year. I, being a high school art teacher, I was talking to one of the parents on the phone at home, and I was quickly grabbing a piece of paper, write down the information she was giving me. Sure. Mm-hmm. After about 10 minutes after I get off the phone, my five-year-old said, was upset, Mama, you drew all over my art project in school. And I said, I'm so sorry, Mama, I just grabbed any piece of paper. She goes, she goes, how would you feel if I drew all over your art project? So months, five, six months go by. I can't remember what I did the day before. Yeah. Okay. I come home, and my sister had picked her up to the day home, brought her home, and I had it was six. I had all these other art projects at home. Yeah. I come home. She had colored all over all the students' art projects. Oh no! She, she says it hurts, doesn't it? <laughs> I'm like, what? She said, I told you. 
You draw on mine, I draw on yours. Wow. I explained to 26 art students yeah. why their art projects were had more art added to them. Oh, man. Wow, the that, sass is strong with that one. That was, I was like, mic drunk. Like, Absolutely, yeah. And the fact that your kid waited a little bit. Yeah, it's diabolical. For you to totally forget about it and then get you and be like, well, it hurts, right? And you're like, it does hurt. Yeah. <laughs> Because some of the stats that she gets, I'm thinking she'll either be a small dictator, <laughs> <laughs> no. yeah. Yeah. or she's going to be like a serial killer. I don't know. Yep, yep. One or the, one or the other, I guess. It is diabolical. Oh, that hold is. Hold on to that one for months. And it just ruins all your students' mm. artwork. That's you brutal. All the students' artwork. These are IB students. Oh, no, no, no. Okay, thanks for that one, Tasha. You have a good day. Bye bye. Text Crush and Mars. 56789. Join the conversation. Now radio. Hey, I've got a list here, and uh, it's kind of crazy to think about. We were talking about your weirdest teacher that you had in school. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this list here is uh, is a list of facts that you learned in school that are completely wrong. Mm. And I want to go through some of them with you. So what does that mean? It basically means that you were taught something yeah. uh, that isn't true. So if you could think back as to when you were in school and you were taught something that wasn't true, you got older and you're like, why did I grow up always thinking that? And I learned that in yeah. school. My teachers pounded this out, but yeah, it was wrong. And that was totally wrong. Yeah. So I'll go through some of the top ones here. Or even a parent taught you something wrong. Or a parent wrong. taught yeah, you. Totally yeah, totally wrong. Uh, number one, chameleons, the lizard. Yeah. Camouflage to blend in. Yeah. No, they don't. That's that's false. Yeah, they do. No, they don't. Crash. I'm pretty sure I've seen my fair share of chameleons. You've never blending. seen a chameleon. I'm pretty sure I have. They walk around and they just take take the color of whatever is nearby. The real reason why chameleons change color is to control their body temperature and to express a mood. Oh. They I- don't just step on like a flower and change the color of the flower? No, they don't. Oh, come on. They don't. <laughs> uh, Vincent van Gogh cut off his own ear. Mm-hmm. True. No, it's oh. false. <laughs> the real story... You're basically my curriculum. <laughs> yeah, is uh, Van Gogh actually lost his ear in a heated argument with his friend and fellow artist. Mm. Uh, is Were they like Gaugian? sword fighting or something? Uh, yeah, he severed his ear off with a sword. Oh my God. Jeez. They were, he was a fencer. Oh. So there you go. Uh, number three. Dogs have cleaner mouths than humans. Mm. Uh, apparently no. Their mouths... Yeah, there's no way. ...are not cleaner. No. They eat anything and everything that's on the ground, including poop. Including... Yeah. <laughs> that's a poop. dirty mouth. When you're eating poop, it is... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, bats are blind. Did you know that that's false? Uh, I grew up thinking that they were blind. Yeah. But uh, I discovered that they're not. Yeah. <laughs> I <have> recently <laughs> I, discovered. Yeah, when I became an adult. That I was completely wrong. Bats mm-hmm. are not blind. As a matter of fact, larger species of the bats can see bigger than humans can... Three times better. So as a matter why of fact. why did we all grow up with? Oh, that person's blind as a bat. I right. That's, that's was that's just a thing. saying. Hmm. It was just a saying. Uh, you may have heard that Isaac Newton discovered gravity by an apple falling on his head. Hmm. I'm sure you heard that at some point. Mm-hmm. Well, apparently that is also wrong. Hmm. Uh, he was not sitting under an apple tree. I. Uh, just daydreaming when that happened. Mm. Uh, an apple was involved, but the revelation didn't come to him because of one hitting him on the head. He saw one fall from a tree, which made him wonder, why did the apple fall to the ground? Mm. But it did not bop him on the head. 
and caused him to think about gravity. But it's a good story. It is a good story, though. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Right, because you embellish something and turn it into a better story. Is there something you can remember being taught? Whether your parents taught you, mm-hmm. your grandparents taught you, or you learned it in school, and it was completely false. Call Crash and Mars. Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now, now radio. All right, we just went through a list of some of the false things that you've been taught. Uh, this one was one specifically that you were taught in school. Mm-hmm. Uh, you were probably taught, Crash, uh, that you think dogs are colorblind. Mm, no, I wasn't taught that one. Okay, I was totally taught oh, that okay, one. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, apparently that is not true. Dogs can actually see in a combination of blue and yellow, which also includes a lot of grayish-brown varieties. Hmm. Their sight can be compared to a human with red-green color blindness. Oh, okay. So they're not colorblind. They're not colorblind, if that is what you believe. Majority of this stuff, though, I, I, I believed up to a certain point, or I continue to believe. Like the chameleon thing? Come on. I, I feel like I've seen the chameleon. How about this one? It takes seven years to digest gum. Oh, I've, yeah, I heard that one. Fake news. What? Do you just pass it like regular food? As a matter of fact, the longest gum will stay in your system is a week. Hmm. Nothing will live inside your body for years. Well, not everybody's the same. They say unless it gets trapped in your stomach or your intestine, and then it wouldn't be in there long because you would know about it because you'd get super sick. Mm. Gum will eventually come out the bottom way. What about apple seeds? They're going to grow. Apple seeds will not grow. No, Yeah, they will. They'll grow. They You're going to have grow. an apple tree coming out your bum. No, apple trees <laughs> will never grow to your butt. I can literally vouch for that. Uh, Brian's right at the top sure. here. How you doing, Brian? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. All right, so were you taught something, and then as you uh, got a little older, you discovered it was a flat-out lie? I was taught to pee on your jellyfish thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. did you get stung by a jellyfish? Uh, not me, but somebody else. So yeah. people peed on it. Okay. And then, uh, another one of the dive masters lost their mind about it. They're Why? Like, oh, what the? Because uh, you're doing nothing. It's it's the wrong thing to do. Oh. It's supposed to help, but yeah. depending on what you eat, it's, uh, it's more of a placebo effect. Oh. oh, so peeing on it is just so you can pee on somebody. It's not doing it. It's not yeah, doing I anything. Believe- I believe R. Kelly invented that. Yeah. Oh, no. R. No, Kelly no. did enjoy. Oh, no. At one point in the news, peeing on people. Yep. Yeah, oh, that's a fact. That's, that's the fact. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. Thanks news. for that one, Brian. Bye. Bye bye. Yeah, he's right, though. You know what? I, really, up to this phone call, I thought peeing on a jellyfish thing would help. I did, too. I thought you could pee on it. Like, I, every time we go on vacation, one day, I was like, Mars is going to be stung by a jellyfish, and I'm going to have to pee on pee on her on the beach. I thought about that, too, Crash. about you? Would you pee on me? Yeah, just squat right there. If it's helping. Just pee right on your jellyfish What thing. a sight, though. <laughs> <laughs> what a sight to be seen, yes. Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now radio. Now family's all upset. With the jellyfish? Yeah, they can't believe it. I know. I'm just as floored as you guys, right? Uh, This text here says, well, there goes one third of the Dr. Now Family cures. Mm -hmm. Because Dr. Now Family, if they saw something wrong. Just went into pee on it. Pee on it. But it's not. (laughs) Stores closed? Pee on it. That'll fix the problem. This text here says, Mars, what would you do if the jellyfish sting was on Crash's face? Yeah. You're going to have to pee on it. Guess I'm peeing on it. Yeah. So I'll just close my eyes. If I'm on vacation with the Now family. Yeah. Mars is going to pee on you guys. <laughs> Watch out. 
People are like going into the ocean to get a jellyfish sting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just chugging as much water as I can. Oh yeah, it's gonna be a busy day, guys. I'm like, Go get stung, guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got some urinating to do. Oh no, no, no. Uh, let's go. Um, uh, <laughs> Jacqueline, did someone lie to you, Jacqueline? Yes, someone lied to me when I was a child. I visited a farm, and they had a bunch of deformed cats running around that looked like rabbits on the back end. Oh, okay. okay. So they 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 kind of hopped around. Yeah. And um, they told me that those were cabots, that they were cats. Oh, rabbits cat rabbits. Babies together. Oh, and no. Because I'd actually seen them with my own eyes. Yeah. I believe that cats and rabbits could have babies. Oh, and no. And you probably I, went to school, told everyone about it. No, I believed it up until my 30s. My neighbor... Until your 30s? That. Yes. I believed my whole life in cabbage. Oh, no. So how did the how did your uh, reality come crashing down on you? We were standing around having a conversation, and I was like, yeah, I saw them with my own eyes. Like, cats and rabbits had had babies and yep. own cabbage. And my neighbor's like, no, that's not true. That's a deformity. Oh, <laughs> no, enough, no. I, uh, I Googled it, and yeah, it, it, uh, uh, my, my, my whole world came crashing down. <laughs> I bet it did. Up to that point, when your neighbor addressed it, you've never Googled cabbage? No. Really? You just, I guess, yeah, you grew up thinking that's real, so why would you ever doubt it? Yeah, exactly. Wow, wow, wow. Ugh. I'm sorry your world came crashing down. Yeah, that's that's only one of a couple stories. I have a few, but... <laughs> oh, oh, no. <laughs> Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now radio. All right, we want to know, uh, what are some of the false things that you learned? Uh, we had a list of some of the uh, false things that you learned in school. Mm-hmm. Um, or the false things that you learned from, like, a parent... Or from a, uh, a grandparent. Like Mars' list there. I pretty much believe them all. You believed every single one of them. Uh, this one here says, good morning. I was told that the big smokestack down by the baseball diamonds in Edmonton, mm-hmm. they were cloud makers for the city. Oh, no. I didn't find out that it was actually pollution until I was 12. <laughs> <laughs> and then realized pollution's bad. Yeah. Because every time you're like, oh, uh, if the good. stacks aren't puffing out smoke, you're like, oh, no, no clouds today. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. That's not good. Uh, Constantine's on uh, five here. Uh, did you learn something in school and it turned out to be really false or what? Yeah, well, I was going to talk about how they tell you that you you know, you know can't use calculators. I'm old enough to remember when uh, you couldn't use calculators in school. You know, you're not going to get to use them out into the real world. Oh, and now yes. you know, everyone has an iPhone with a calculator on it, and that's not true. You yep. can absolutely use your calculator in life. Oh, 100%. You know what? You're right. Because yeah. I, I remember being told that as well. Like, don't rely on your calculator. Yeah, they drilled yeah, it into you. Yeah, you can't use your calculator when you get a job. And then, of course, everybody uses a calculator. Yeah, right. you get to a job and they're like, why isn't your iPhone out? Get out your calculator now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah load the app. Always have it on the go. You're right. And you're like, well, because it was drilled into me to memorize all this. No, totally. get it right. You're like, Miss Adams told me not to. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, I'm still studying my flashcards at home. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> I can't believe that. Yeah, okay. Thanks yeah. Uh, Thanks for sharing that one, man. All right, man. Bye. Okay, bye-bye. Text Crash and Mars. Five, six, seven, eight, nine. Join the conversation. Now radio. And that's the show. We want to thank you again for listening and remind you, you can listen over the air at 102.3 FM, Monday to Friday, 530 to 10 AM. And you can check back here every weekday for a brand new podcast.